Hey everyone, it's hurricane season, so before you blow away, go blow some of your money by giving it to us at patreon.com slash bmfcast. This week on the BAMFcast includes digital copy. Code may not be valid after 2021 star. We're in. All right, welcome to the BAMFcast. Hey, BAMFcast. Episode 488. God damn. Yep. Getting up there. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. Hey, we're all here. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's a four banger. You know what? You know what we do each and every episode of this I year's do, BAMCast? But you should tell the audience at I home. Guess I probably will. I'll, I'll change it up. We go and we watch ourselves a quote unquote bad movie and come in here and talk about it for the first half. Then they get ratings. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They got one to five jocks and robot jocks. Robot jocks. Robot jocks. You need not concern yourself with that. <laughs> this one. Uh, that's just for information. Just, just for information, yeah. Because uh, there are also bad, bad movies. Since stay away, they get a negative sliding scale. One of five bags is in giant bags of trash. Hot That's correct. Garbage. Sack them up. Put them in the garbage. Gur. Put them in the can. Get drag it up the, the road on Monday. <laughs> They're bad. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, we watched a 20, well, 2019 movie. Sure. IMDb will call it a 2017 movie, but that's a that's that's a, a, that's that's a, a bag full of lies. It, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, it is called Dead Trigger. Dead Trigger. And we watched it because it might star one Mr. Dolph Lundgren. Confirmed. Co- confirmed. And uh, we've seen a few of his movies, so we figured we'd watch another one. Yeah. Yeah. That's literally it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren made a movie. And would, you, like, uh, would you like new. to hear a plot summary that's probably not super accurate? Yeah. Okay. A mysterious virus has killed billions and turned many others into bloodthirsty zombies. Unable to stop the virus, the government develops a video game, Dead Trigger, that mirrors the terrifying events that curse the world. Hmm. Um, um, not entirely uh, accurate. Well, really. that's all based that on... That might have been the, the initial pitch. Yeah, that's more based on like the last 15 seconds of this movie, which is then also wrong. Yeah. Hi, also, this uh, movie is based entirely on a mobile video game. Yep. And the potentially the sequel to the mobile video game. I mean, with all the powers of Hollywood and video game industry combined, mm-hmm. we have yet to make a. Let's go with good to. I'll, I'll go with great. There's some okay video game movies, right? But sure. that's people that's like what, that Pikachu. Sure, I'm saying there are some things that are fine, mm-hmm. but I would never say there's any that are great. Not a single New one. Tomb Raider with Alicia Vikander. It's a, it's it's watchable. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. fine. I'm saying every it has Walton Goggins. It does, and oh, he's well, fine. Every every giant big budget thing that has ever happened with video games is bad, and that's with the full might and power of Hollywood. Yeah. Now. Let's go film something in Mexico, throw Dolph Lundgren in it, and base it on a shitty-ass mobile game. Right. Man, I bet this is going to be good. Let's also spend $12 on yeah. the entire movie. Well, mm-hmm. it's filmed in Mexico, so that really stretches your budget uh-huh. if you have $12. Okay, so it's the equivalent of $1,200. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, so we usually go um, over some alums first. Shall we do that first? Alums. Yeah. Besides Dolph Lundgren, obviously. Uh, oh. Yeah, the, the main one, of course, Dolph. I'm going to list his movies because it's a lot. Oh, okay. He's in Red Scorpion, The Punisher, I Come in Peace, Showdown in Little Tokyo, Giant Demonic, Command Performance, In the Name of the King, The Package, Don't Kill It, Altitude, Forgot Ten, and Extra Blackwater. 
Uh, yep. Yeah. It also features Banffcast alum Justin Chun from Twilight, one hundred thousand years ago. Right, he played Eric, if I'm not mistaken. He did play Eric. Oh man, that's my favorite character in Twilight. I don't know mm-hmm. if he sparkled or not. I don't remember. He was probably just a student. I in think one he was a classmate. Classmate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sure. Eric. Um. Way to go. Yeah. The original director and writer uh, was a guy named Mike Cuff, who basically mm-hmm. left after two days. Man. Uh, and uh, the people that made the game left with him or whatever, like disowned everything from that point forward. And it was done by Scott Windhauser, who is also a Bamcast alum. Man. For the hurricane okay. heist. I just have to point he out one thing. He wrote the hurricane heist. One thing about that statement. <laughs> I know. A mobile game company thought your movie wasn't living up to their vision. Yep. Games specifically designed to elicit you to click a button to give them more money said, you know what? We have standards and you are not producing a thing that is based on our vision. Mad finger games. I got a mad finger for them. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> well, maybe they put a, a bunch of, you know, pay to win hooks into the movie <laughs> and the studio was like, yeah, the they, fuck are you doing? Yeah. Well, maybe they shout, were offended but... they didn't have enough pay to win yeah. hooks in the movie. Yeah. It's like, do you want to see what Dolph does next? Yeah. Just just like you're watching the movie and like an usher just comes up from out from in front of you. It's like, would you like some popcorn to complete the movie? <laughs> Best value. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> You've run out of energy yes. to com- to watch this movie. Yes. <laughs> Come back tomorrow yeah. or pay yeah. us five gold. The dump truck size uh, bag of popcorn is only 50 cents more. Why would you not order that? Exactly. Best value, $99.99 <laughs> worth of popcorn. Yes. Anyway, Fuck. other alums. Also the fact... Okay, okay. wait. Oh, right, oh. That's that it, a, really. a mobile company video game script was being made. Mm-hmm. Like of all the scripts... Of all, I realize this is a cheap we've, we've direct-to-video had, wait, piece we, of we, shit. We've had two Angry Birds movies, correct? Yeah, but the Angry Birds is huge. Like, we had to look this up. Like, we played yeah. video games, and we were like, wait, this is based on a video game? Oh, yeah, something that came right. out. And, but, uh, I mean, I'm talking about, like, that's birds in a slingshot, and they were like, I have two movie ideas. <laughs> I'm going to once again I tell will... you that the first Angry Birds movie is okay. okay. <laughs> I will also tell you that the plot of the Angry Birds video game is better than anything in this movie. Okay. Also correct. <laughs> Those pigs were mean, <laughs> and they deserved to die. That's, yes. And I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> so oh, anyway. man. Speaking of plot to this movie, can anybody remember any of it? There are some zombies. Uh, yeah. Are. It's a zombie outbreak, mm-hmm. and they're slow zombies, mm-hmm. but they're surprise zombies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. I mean, all right. First off, all right, I want to break something down. Can we down do because, like five minutes of plot? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I want to break, I want to, I want to dispel a misconception that we even put in our, our initial like tweets about this because Chuck, rightly so, based on descriptions on the box and everything, thought that this was gamer with, but with Dolph Lundgren and zombies. Yes. You know, like, okay, you know, it's jump in this video game world and do this. And, yeah. you know, maybe it has a, a analog or a whatever proxy in the real world or something. I don't know, like drone footage or something like that. You know, Ender's Game bullshit, you know. And it felt like it was an Ender's Game bullshit kind of thing in the first 15 minutes. Right. When people were getting recruited. Well, yeah, because like it, it's just it's government agency goes around to all these various people and then they're like, Here's five seconds of backstory about this person, and would you like to join? It'll be you're the best decision you ever made. Okay, and you get yeah, five, like, five, six people. Yeah, like our initial guy, the main, I guess, quote unquote, main guy who's narrating sure. the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris is his name. Okay, he gets recruited basically because he wears a VR headset and apparently is good at the game. Yep. yep. 
Yeah, so it's like that's the only tie to like, hey, they, they these people have been recruited because they play a game. Otherwise, they just come up to these random people who go, "You're the best of the best. This is your the opportunity of a lifetime." Well, the guy from Twilight was also in VR. Yes, mm-hmm. that's when true. he got recruited. Yeah. So it there are two people playing something in VR that this agency shows up and is like, "You're the best of the best. Yeah. Come join us." Greetings, Starfighter. And you're like, okay, the, yes, these people have to have some sort of amazing skill. They're going to put them in a big room with a bunch of wires, and they're going to yeah. strap in and fight well, zombies and it's also weird in that in the premise in that okay zombies apocalypse etc mm-hmm. yet these people have a functioning society that's just like eh. yeah it's one city on an island that's totally been zombified mm-hmm. it's, er- more, it's more like the zombie uh, inconvenience yeah it's <laughs> like, just like oh you don't want to go over there they're yeah. zombies we're fine over here keep doing your kickboxing and your shopping yeah. and whatever yeah but we waste a lot of time getting to know these couple of people oh and, we sure and, do and then they're like you're <laughs> going to be the elite best of the best and then they start putting them through boot camp and we're like wait what yeah, training like, montage like okay so you're not just going to strap them into some vr headsets and send out robots to fight zombies yeah or like we were thought this was going to be well, well, yeah like, like when the one girl is shown fighting yeah there's some people wearing vr headsets at the fight and yeah. i was thinking like are they controlling these are these robot yeah. people this no real steel shit you <laughs> know <laughs> No, no, they're just nope. No, this is just a completely inept movie that doesn't understand how anything works, really. But yeah. anyway, but we, it we, is supposed to be set in tw- in the distant future of 2025, right? Sure. Yeah, but this happens. Then they're in boot camp. Uh, then it becomes Starship Troopers for a little bit. And also, there were some Starship Troopers in the beginning because they're doing like the join the fight, you know, and mm-hmm. doing military bullshit things. I mean, again, something it's, it's you more, think the dude is seeing in his VR helmet, right? Mm hmm. Which, you know, and more more star, star, Starship Troopers bullshit happens because it's like, dude yeah. is like, I'm, I was good at guns. I'm from Texas. And then like immediately proceeds to blow his own head off digitally with a, a shotgun. Yeah, the second mm-hmm. a zombie is actually near him. Yeah. 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 Uh, I guess we should note Dolph is basically the one teaching them how to do everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's the leader. He's Isaiah the Michael, Washington. He's the Michael side of yeah. This. Isaiah yeah. Washington is like his sidekick guy named mm-hmm. Rockstock. Captain Rockstock. Captain they, Rockstock. They literally called him Rockstar, mm-hmm. though. The first yeah. time, yes. Yeah. But it his name just, is Rockstock. That never, came, never came up against someone's yeah. accent. But they're told they're the best of the best, and that's why they're there. You know, it's everything you've ever heard in yeah. every anything like that. And then every other cliche, like... They go out for a bar after a good days of training and then a day of training after three of them have died. Sure. But they're like, man, let's go. (laughs) They're very nonchalant about people dying too. like like that dude blows his own head off and nobody's like, fuck, what? They're They're just like, they're in someone's backyard where they just have random zombies on chains, laser chains that they hit like a garage door opener Mm -hmm. button and the chain snaps. And then it's like, all right, how are you going to deal with this? And maybe that zombie ends up killing a recruit or two. And then the other people are like, huh? Wow, that's weird. Anyway, they have basically a a two day training period. Mm -hmm. And the second day ends with them going to the the military. And I was going to say, just as far as cliches go, of course, they go to a bar and like somebody's like, you're not real soldiers. Let's fight. And And that guy's right. (laughs) Yes, true. He's dressed down. My favorite part about this is is that this guy gets in their face and it's just like, y'all are dead triggers. And and they're like, what does that mean? He's like, it means you're You're a dead trigger. And he's like, yeah, but what he's like, it means like you're a trigger. <laughs> it's not alive. He just keeps, yeah, he's he just, just like, it means trigger. what it means. Yeah. yeah, he's basically doing the like Americans go to other countries and try to, you know, why don't you understand right. English? <laughs> <Yeah>. Dead. <laughs> 
trigger. <laughs> if I say it slower and louder, it makes more sense in a foreign language. It's you. Ah, like eventually you just go, ah, me scusi. Ah, that trigger. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then I like I like that Dolph comes in at the end of this, like, what's going on here? And he picks up a, a ball off the pool table mm-hmm. and it's just like palming it. And you're like, man, you're going to crush that on that man's face, aren't you? And he's just nope. all he does is just tell that guy to shut up. And the guy's yeah. like, OK, Dolph. these kids are our only hope. The world has changed. Our only hope, which then. OK, it's like, so- why aren't you training real soldiers to do this then? <laughs> all the real soldiers are dead. They need hashtag gamer soldiers no but here's what i don't understand so like the next day they're in their briefing room is like look we got to cut your two days of training short because all the soldiers are dead and we've got to go back into terminal city where the zombie outbreak is terminal city to be fair it was only a three-day correspondence course they were fair. going through oh, and, and okay yeah. so it was yeah yeah it was it wasn't cut that much short. yeah and yeah. they're just basically like you're all we have and it's like what mm-hmm. about those chuckle fucks in the bar last night they seemed real gung-ho to do shit yeah but it's like no we got to send you in and you're still like okay they're gonna hover around in helicopters and pilot drones or something oh I, I, before we jump ahead to like the actual mission, I only want to bring up one other thing. There's there's a Russian guy who is uh, part of their crew, and yeah. and at one point when they're doing the live fire sword demonstration, all of this, he's like, "If you have no weapon, you must become weapon." And then produces immediately a immediately produces a weapon. <laughs> he and, has and, a right, weapon, and then <laughs> proceeds to like flip around and slice throats and stuff. But the best part about this is, at some point, he slices a zombie's head off. Like while holding it, you know, like that yeah. that that old good move, and then takes the head, oh, chucks chucks it at a at another zombie, he which drop kicks it. it. Yeah, he yeah. Only, that's right. He drop kicks it and it hits another zombie in the head, which then gives him another advantage. And at some point, he also disarmed, like literally took cut one of the zombie arms off and beat somebody with him. And then no, he make threw a, it. He yeah. threw it. Well, at I'm saying he didn't, he didn't make a good joke of like you know like see comrade when disarmed you must yeah. become armed. No one makes a good joke about anything no. in this. The only good bit of business in this whole movie has already happened when he drop kicks the head yeah like that it was like oh all right yep maybe this movie's gonna try and do something no 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 that was it so anyway yes they're on real mission now and then 10 minutes after landing 70 percent of our recruitment class is dead pretty Easily. much well i yeah. just i love that dolph tells them no no less than 50 times do not shoot until I tell you. If you shoot, everything's going to swarm us. Mm-hmm. And, and so what What does it take? 30 seconds before one of them goes, bam, bam, bam. Yeah. I thought I saw something. Right. And then Ooh. and then all of a sudden, that's our friend zombies. Eric. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So they're, their mission is, okay, they've got to go to Terminal City because Globo Corp or whatever the fuck the, mm-hmm. this thing is called. I love you. <laughs> has... Um, they have the research that's going to solve everything, but they either yeah. want it or they don't want it. I don't know. I I never understand the the evil swerve that happens here. They they need to get it back, but they also don't want it that's to get because out because it changes like three times throughout the course it's of the an, movie. Is it an independent thing that doesn't work for GloboCorp? That's no. there right. that has found all the stuff that GloboCorp wants. I, was, I think that's. I what was happens. paying too much attention, more attention than I should have to this movie. Oh, here's what's really well, dumb. One of us was okay. So. They give you the swerve in the beginning of like, oh, it's all a video game, but then it's not because now they're going through training and it's like, I don't understand this premise at all. The head of uh, Globodyne or whatever the fuck they are. I don't know. I don't, cyberglobe. 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 Cyber. Cover me with your cyberglobe. <laughs> Globochem, whatever they are. They Basically, the head lady is like having a sit down with 
two people don't know what their positions are and is basically like, you know, we sell so many guns thanks to the zombie outbreak. Like every house has an average of 12, 12 guns. Cyberdyne guns or whatever it is. <laughs> and then and they're like, oh, okay, that's great. But, you know, is that going to last forever? And she's like, no, which is why we've got to get into making the cure and mm-hmm. we will control the cure and people will have to buy the cure from us and we can charge whatever we want and we'll be so rich even when we while we're saving the world. And they're like, great. And that's that's the end of that conversation, which I want to say is the plot of one or more of the Dead Rising games. Oh, sure. Absolutely. I mean, this is this is all or like probably two of the Resident Evil sure. games. This is stolen from every yes thing. Yes. Like, um, but they're like, OK, great. That's that's wonderful. We'll do that. We'll we'll control the cure. Right. So soldiers go in. They their mission is get to research hospital that has now been overrun. Surprise, mm-hmm. surprise. in the city that's overrun with zombies where they started. Yeah, and why they also, were researching also the there. general guys like my daughter's in there. You yeah. Please save her. And they're like, OK. Yep. And so they get to the hospital. And by, by the way, like I said, all the people we've met and are supposed to care about earlier in the movie, they're all dead. Like, literally, we're down to two of them, I think, at this point. I think two of them make it into the hospital at all. Like, no, we lose. Uh, oh, we that's lo- right. well, we that's lose right. a couple quickly, but it's not until they're breaking out through the wall yeah, that we right. lose the remainder. Yeah, of that's right. yeah, yeah that's, they they find the daughter. Yep. I don't think I think I think that I think the other people die before they even find her because it's like uh, Isaiah Washington dies for sure. He's right. like the first to die because he's yeah. just like, hey, oh, and this is when Punchy like, Girl dies. Well, Punchy Girl dies. And then um, the Isaiah Washington dies. G dog or whatever his name was. Like, G dog's the last one. And well, he dies because he he, does, he's we don't like, see him die either. No, he dies because he's like, oh, no, you like kickboxer girl. And then yeah, like, he's mad that they left her behind. Yeah, right. But that's at the end when they're busting out through the wall. Yeah, because there, there's a point like right, I, don't, I don't think they met scientist lady before they busted through the wall. They did. I, I don't, whatever. Yeah. Busting they did because she tells them it's patient zero. Yeah. Right. And it's basically nemesis from Resident Evil. Yeah. Yes. And they can't kill it no matter how many how much they shoot it. Uh huh. But okay. they all decide they're going to run closer to it because, you know, bullets have more impact when you're close. You got to And up. none of them shoot it in the head. Yeah. Because dumb guy Glenn like goes whatever his name is. I don't know. <laughs> Eric, whatever. Not Eric. the guy from the walk. I know. Whatever. I'm just saying he's the Asian dude. I don't yeah. know. I don't remember his name. Yeah. Racist. He gets murdered by immediately. <laughs> yeah. Well, somebody get the and, racism. And she though. gets she gets wrecked because uh, the thing pushes her to the ground <laughs> and, then and then slides her along the floor and she hits her butt on a pillar uh-huh. and apparently that breaks her leg. Yes. I think he's supposed to have kicked her across the floor. And she yeah. was spinning. Yeah. She she did like it is a bad wire pull. It is However, it works. Pull. It's a very bad like, now. Wire please pull. just I, gently I pull just me lo- across the. the floor. I, I love that there's a point where she grabs her leg and is like, "Ow, my leg is broken!" And then literally like Does spins it? spins around like a fly that's dying. Yeah. Or as as Chuck, it's like the fucking Three Stooges yeah. thing. As Chuck said, she he, she was broke dancing. She was broke dancing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good. <laughs> it good joke. Yeah. It's. Yeah, it's Donamichi and and Cocoon. She's spinning around a little bit, uh-huh. uh, and then they're just like, "All right, here, take." Well, yeah, the, they're take like, the "Here, take a grenade, grenade and take and take him out," and yeah. and then they're like, "Let's go!" And then they run through the hole of the wall, and then, like I said, G Dog, who's another character that we spent way too much time with for no reason, is like. No, Gina Carano. No, and like goes running in there, like and Mealy, like he doesn't even make it. It's not through. Gina Carano. But no, I'm just saying, like kickboxer <laughs> yeah. girl, whatever. Yep. Like yeah. you know, like he's like, no, no, not you. And then he like, like doesn't even get his head through the hole. And zombies are like, hey, and just like pull him, <laughs> yank him through the yeah. hole. And it's like they murk him immediately. Uh, now, they just like, like snatch and throw him yeah. away. So it's, just just so you know, like I said, we spent time like getting to know these these dumb recruits or whatever. Yep. Now we are down to like top VR guy and weird looking girl. Yes. Okay. So weird looking girl especially, but this entire cast, like all of the recruits, weigh eighty pounds, soaking wet. 
they are the tiniest people I've ever seen mm-hmm. that are full, full-grown people. The blonde girl looks like if she turns sideways, you cannot see her. <laughs> Except for her lips. Uh, yeah. Look, you cast who you have to, but it it, uh, it just adds to the... Were they the only people in Mexico? I, I guess. It just adds to the whole, like, why did you recruit these people? And now you're just giving them guns, and now they're actual soldiers? What is the plot? This doesn't make sense. Yep. Especially later at the reveal, it's like, these were the avatars? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, yeah, so all that time spent with the recruits, we're down to two. Yep. There's also Dr. Lady. And they also become immediately useless. They are 100% useless for the rest of the movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. They mean nothing to the plot yeah. from that point forward. Yeah. Like, there was, like, mild drama of, like, oh, no, we're taking in the untested recruits. And then, like, they're all dead, and the other two just fade off into meaning absolutely right. fucking nothing. Right. So we've got we've got Dolph. We've got the two recruits. We've got Dr. Lady, who I never know what her point is. The Russian dude is there. Her point is to doctor. She does. You mean you mean, you mean the doctor lady, not the person they went to find, right? Like no, the, the, yeah. no they, well, they have that doctor yeah, yeah, lady, yeah, saying, and they I'm, have other doctor yeah, lady. I'm who explaining doctor lady who was like part. They they have like a brief like to understand the zombies. You've got to you, you know, must become the zombies. Well, they have like a, a dead one on a slab, and they're like you know yeah explaining to the, kill the dead. You have to kill the dead. <laughs> yeah, find your humanity yeah, by being one. human. I never quite understood either. Like you know typical zombie thing is shoot him in the head that mm-hmm. kills him uh-huh. that doesn't necessarily track in here because there's some they kill by stabbing him in the chest sure you like, just have to doesn't... do enough trauma to them in yeah. this movie in, in, yeah. in this version they, they again they very briefly explain it that it's like all it really did was like shut their brain functions down right and then like you know the, to the rest... point where the person is probably still in there somewhere in a deep coma and Dolph says I'm like we're shutting them free yeah you know <laughs> it's really it's, it's a really that's a good dolphin yeah, yeah. it's pretty good um, but yeah like I mean that's that's what you know they're they're saying like these are people like they they have normal circulatory systems and everything else yeah. it's just like they have no control over what they're doing except they do the typical zombie thing where it's like you know chunks of their face are hanging off and it's like well yeah yeah, the well, zombie they, makeup's real weird in this. Yeah. It's like they can't pick a, a an era of zombie to no. do because they've got like like original Dawn of the Dead, blue yeah, someone just blue. ones, and, you're like, and yeah, it's yeah. Anyway, they find scientist lady. We yeah. will call her scientist lady instead of doctor lady. Doctor okay. lady was like just they're like doing the you know autopsy or whatever mm-hmm. to like show them how zombies work. She's the she, one in a big overcoat and a her hair's in a bun that you're like, oh, she's gonna let her hair down and be hot. Like, she's dressed like the hot for mm-hmm. teacher, you know, and just like, oh, oh shit. Yeah. No, Dr. Lady's wearing short shorts the very first the I know, but, I, but she's oh, like, yeah, yeah. I'm she's, just saying, she's all wild you're up waiting tight. for that reveal, and it's like, well, that never yeah. fucking happened. Other than she has a hot for Dolph Lundgren, and she has no point in this movie. Nope. It's just, yeah. Got to, somebody, somebody has to she care about Dolph. exposition about LV-420. Right. Which is they mentioned a few times. So LV-420. to the alien's planet. Yeah. It's making me mad that they didn't do it. Yeah. I mean, just fucking do it. Just give in. Yeah. But yeah, but, anyway, but you know what? Up, what? I bet well, they was... thought they were doing it. I bet they thought, hey, that's yeah, the name of the planet and aliens. This, Let's put it in there. This sounds like a like like a Max Landis thing. He's just sitting around like smoking weed and be like, what if it's like we make an aliens reference? But like imagine Ripley with the flamethrower and it's like LV 420 blaze it. Right oh, now I'm fucking mad. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying whenever I hear something that's too fucking stupid in a movie, it's like that's some Max Landis high on weed bullshit. Like we're well, going to find out later that Scott Windhauser is Max Landis's like <laughs> nom de guerre. <laughs> 
Now I'm the grr. This fucking sucks. <laughs> this food is making me angry. <laughs> That's my new food blog. Nom de gur. Yeah. Don't 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 go register that right now. We're we're on that. Yeah, we, we own it. Yeah. I'm sending it to myself anyway, right now. Anyway, They have picked up scientist lady, and she of course has the last bit of information that needed to be gathered before they can manufacture a cure. Of course, she has a thumb drive, which she basically says has everything Didn't on she, it like, from the beginning of the outbreak to sure. right now. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go faster through this. I'm Didn't just, they have I'm internet on this fucking island? No. I, no, because she was Yes, they she, did because she, was, she emailed out oh, and that's said, right, yeah. hey, I'm going to die. Hey, no, 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 come no, zombies get me. Are here. That, that was an old school audio log. She was just using the voice recorder that's built into the computer. <laughs> she actually fucking no. ends her last will and testament by basically saying, well, smell you later. Yeah. <laughs> it closes her laptop. <laughs> Oh, again, it was another alien, stupid alien. She but no, in the beginning of the movie, doesn't the, what she said. doesn't the Globocorp woman say, yeah. uh, they sent us an email? Yeah. It, okay. Fine. Yeah, because remember the lady gets All pissed right. at the secretary yeah. for not leading with, hey, yeah. she found the cure. True. Yeah. Also, she's so going to die. So they've got email on this fucking uh, okay, island. Okay, yeah. fine. Just... But they have put to crank on, up the email put it on machine. Dropbox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Dropbox. Google Drive. Well, I can just Microsoft <laughs> OneDrive. She's just, oh, that, that shit's never getting out. As yeah, she's no. dying, she's just sending emails that are like, forward, re, 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 yeah. forward. Check this out. Yeah. <laughs> you won't believe this. <laughs> forward this to 10 other scientists. Uh-huh. And, uh, <laughs> or you'll have get, bad luck for the rest have, of your life, yeah. which is about a day. Create this cure. You'll win a free <laughs> iPod Nano. And it's just an ASCII drawing of a zombie. <laughs> or some embedded video yeah. that just yeah. mm-hmm. it's real player bullshit anyway yeah. they have scientist lady now yeah. they gotta get out but right. of course mm-hmm. there, there's like a the briefest shot back to corporate lady who's like re-looking at her phone and it's like meh you know well, she, is her phone talks- a zombie too no, those that was more like in the thirties. Well, don't they? They oh, get nah. out. Yeah. Dolphin, like the three people that are left mm-hmm. out of the twelve Dolphin. that started the mission, mm-hmm. get out, and then he calls in to, uh, you know, to command or right. whatever. And mm-hmm. the lady's dad, the you know, the commanding officer is, is on. The Did phone. you find Tara? And, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, we got her, sure. It's, and the, it's it, the general's daughter's dad. Yes, the general's daughter's dad. Yeah. <laughs> The general. The general. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. No, that's the car insurance guy. Stop. (laughs) So anyway, they call the car insurance guy and and he's like, uh, he's like, all right, chopper, get us out. And he's like, "Uh, no can do. Yeah, go to plan B. Yeah, plan B. He's like, you want want me to abort the pregnancy? (laughs) (laughs) The general would never do that. Oh, okay. But no, but you mean they, the general's uh, daughter's dad. Oh yes, <laughs> thank you. Sure, that's his proper. Name. Oh, Shaquille O'Neal. Okay, okay, right. I got it. Um, but yeah, but it, he's like, oh, I can't do it. And then you know they do the old pan over from him as he hangs up the phone, and it's the corporate lady, and she's like, "Ha ha, we used you, blam." Yeah. Yeah, basically they murder him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like what? What do you? So it's like just, it's just they how had this- a legit reason to send them in. But it's still like, haha, swerve. And it's like, right. What? Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> At this point, this is, I mean, not that the movie made a lot of sense before, but this is where it's like, what the fuck is happening? Because Corporate Lady was perfectly happy to get the information, make the cure, make a shitload of money mm-hmm. off the cure. And obviously, business is better if, like, oh, you have billions more people alive and not dead and eating each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seems like good business sense to me. Except now she's like, that cure will never exist. We're going to keep making guns. It's like, that wasn't your Despite plan her saying earlier. She didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So that so that's what's happening now and <laughs> great show and well, <laughs> anyway so like now they've got to walk you know they've got to get places and they don't have well, yeah their, they their, see flares in the sky and they're like well might as well check it out mm-hmm. and it's a church yep 
Well, okay, so they see the flares from their weird-ass strip club that they go in and kill a, yeah, a zombie right. stripper who lands very comfortably on a mattress as she mm-hmm. falls off the stage. But yeah, they see the flares and they go over and it's a church. And mm-hmm. uh, but No, they've picked up two people before they get to the church. Yeah. Because they, they pick up the twins. Yeah, the twins confronted them in the strip club, I yes. believe. And they are completely useless. Yes. Yeah, they, they, they hype them up like that they're probably killed more zombies because like they're mercenaries that work inside terminal city they've probably killed more zombies than you Dolph Lundgren and mm-hmm. he's like okay well, I guess she she come along. probably come along with us yeah, she's got a gold gun yeah. <laughs> yeah I love that the, the, the twins also like got the pre-order bonus skin pack for their guns because <laughs> yeah, <of> the- <laughs> they also- have they have no they are army of two mm-hmm. that's what that's what the twins represent yep. in the video game world because mm. they've got the blinged out guns mm-hmm. and yes. the weird yeah. like, also, the also for some reason weird looking girl who's one of the uh, recruits which one is that the the strange looking girl the one we don't have a name for the the, the tiny blonde the, yes the, tiny the, the odd okay. odd the one with collagen lips. skills yes. yeah okay collagen lip girl okay also has like gun socks like for some reason she's got like knitted cozies for her gun oh right yeah <laughs> like it's 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 and also they just go in like wearing like like they must have gone to the armory and be like what post-apocalyptic bullshit thing would you like to wear into combat <laughs> yes yeah. which character will i be yeah which version of of lady from the resident evil movies will i dress as mm-hmm. but anyway i'm just pointing out that like there's a lot of stupid guns in this anyway they've got the twins now yeah. who are not yeah. twins but no yeah. but they, get, they, they do get to a church uh church is like filled with survivors and uh, a weird uh, priest dude yeah who's, father julian who's been in like every other Dolph movie for, yeah like, who is actually years. a bamcast along uh, many times mention over. from yes. don't kill it command performance and he was in gunman, gunman. Way, back yep. when. way back when wow. was he a gunman probably he was everyone was a gunman in java yeah. but <laughs> and <laughs> and they hang out here for a while and he's like uh if you take if you help rescue us you can take my truck and he's like if I could take the truck now, I'll come. I promise to go back and get you. And they're because this movie doesn't understand how anything like conflict or anything works. They're just like, okay, yeah, that seems mm-hmm. legit. You probably aren't going to double cross us. We've just met you, but we totally trust you. Fine, we won't have any conflict that makes any sense in this movie. And so. God, there's a lot of talk from Dolph about I'm going to make a run for the truck, and it's like the truck is literally five feet from the door. It's like yeah. trots, and he's over. like, and I'm, he's like, I've got to bring the truck around front. Around front is literally like. Six yards, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe. driving six maybe yards around, feet. yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's but, all, it's, but they they build up all this drama. Like even Doctor Le- Doctor Lady like gives him a goodbye, like be safe out there. And he's like, or we'll. well, because getting into the church, he got bit. It didn't break the skin, but he got bit, mm-hmm. and then he reveals he's been bit the whole time because he's been wearing a scarf that's hiding the bite on his neck, and he's taking the serum. To prevent him from oh, turning. Oh, LV 420? Yes. To not. Blaze it. To, to not turn into a zombie. Because mm-hmm. Dr. Lady's like, oh, you're taking that, huh? Oh, you know, it's temporary, right? Yeah, it's, it's like, yes, I know. <laughs> That's why I have to keep taking it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all that has happened. But anyway, at some point, the Russian guy's like, I'm evil. Well, <laughs> Dolphin and uh, our main character kid guy who is outside like happening you know they're starting up the truck which takes forever of course yeah and then eventually it starts and they drive the six feet to the door and and meanwhile inside like russian dude has been like everybody drop your guns oh that's (laughs) yeah that's where dolph gets i'm just saying his accent is like so tommy wiseau by this point like at first he was doing he's russian tommy wiseau i was gonna say for a while there he was like i am i am doing russian voice now and then all of a sudden by this scene he's just like all right everybody (laughs) drop gun now okay great (laughs) 
Yeah. It's accurate. Yeah. That's, it sounds real dumb, but it's real accurate. Yeah. yeah. Like, as the movie goes on, you just keep going, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, he what keeps saying this? things that are, like, completely broken English, and everyone's just like, yeah, okay. And it's like, no, what the fuck did you just say? Yeah. But, yes, he, he turns out he's the mole, I guess. He is. And, he is uh, there to get the thing that they were already planning yeah. to bring back anyway. So, yeah, he, he disarms everybody <laughs> slowly, and then Dolph comes in and, like, fights with him a while, and then they, they get him and tie him up and leave him behind with the priest and they all get in the truck, minus the civilians, like the, the, the 20 or so people that are holed up in this church are like, fine, yeah, we trust you, bye-bye. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they drive off and eventually run out of gas, but we'll hop back because another dumb side story, they spend way too much time. We go back to the priest, and he and the Russian Tommy Wiseau have this whole scene where they both just like Ugh. keep getting weirder and weirder with how they speak. Yeah. Like, it's just, he's like... The priest guy is like, well, because the one dude's like bound and gagged. You know, he's like in a chair and can't mm-hmm. talk and everything. And he's just like, well, time for the Irish whiskey and priest and church. And it's my duty to save everybody and stuff. And the guy's just like, Rrr! and he eventually lets him out. And of course, immediately, dude even turns his back on him and he reaches mm-hmm. over and grabs a shotgun that's like right next to him. And of course, shoots the priest because mm-hmm. he's a bad guy. It's so fucking. Yeah, stupid. there's so many things that in this movie that just like. If you think about them for just a second, they're the, the characters thing. would never like it makes no sense for the no. characters to do these things. No, you know, like her just killing the colonel, even though she doesn't really need him or the general. Yeah. 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 The general mean, uh, bad. There's no reason to kill him. No, the plan. OK, the plan is go to the city, rescue the survivors, bring back the information. Mm-hmm. They rescue one survivor. They secure the information. And then she's like, all right, now plot twist take the information and come back anyway. And it's yeah. like, there was literally like, so it, it, in terms of like thinking about it, okay. If that was her, her dirty plan all along to secure the information and, or destroy the information and make the war go on, just leave it. The why, lady there. Yeah. Why send people in at all? Yeah. Well, it wasn't. Like, so they Globo, weren't leaving <laughs> Globo dine corp. Again, this is people that saw in, aliens and thought they understood. Well, yeah. It. And in a smarter well, world, you, you pin it all on the, on the general because his daughter's there. Mm-hmm. This mission isn't sanctioned. I'm sending you guys in. That's all you got to fucking do. I mean, if you like, it, it, like then you have a plausible, okay, this is why they're there. Oh shit. The corporation found out they're there. Now that now bad things happen because of that. It's fucking easy. Or if you're going to steal from movies, steal completely be that they were like secretly there for patient zero all along that he's a fucking unkillable murder zombie right and they believe they yeah. control him and, and it's like lobo dine yeah wants to make them. it aliens because yeah. yeah. you're that's so close like, anyway yeah that's what i mean if you're like you're gonna fucking steal this much just steal the rest of it steal yeah. the good parts yeah <laughs> right but, but they don't you know so yeah so this guy's loose and of course is going to show up but, soon but my god like i cannot stress enough that scene feels like two people where english is is not their native language trying to improv just say phrases that you think apply to the scene and mm-hmm. when in Rome. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, when the, in Rome, because so w- when <laughs> when the preacher is talking to him, he's gagged with a, you know, piece of tape mm-hmm. over his mouth and just keeps mumbling at him mm-hmm. like he's yeah. having a conversation. He sounds like his English is his accent is better when he's got the, yes. the gag. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is this is actually tolerable. <laughs> Great. Well, do you mumble with an accent? Because, <laughs> like, yeah, so he takes the gag off and then cuts his, you know, hands free and just 
turns around on the guy. Yeah, he's and just sipping his whiskey, and it is like turns around like, oh, <laughs> you took the gun, and you're going to shoot me. I cannot believe this betrayal. And then, all right, so here's the other weird Curse thing. Curse your son, again, inevitable betrayal. Again, if you stop and think about anything, this guy has just murdered the priest who was keeping, uh, keeping watch over this church, right? Yeah. Did he then go murder all the people? Because, like... Apparently so, because there were no people left when no, the goes. zombies... Uh, the zombies got in and yeah, murdered them, I think. Maybe. Who knows? But, uh, like I said... Because the, the church was full of zombies when Dolph came back. Right. Sure. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Anyway, so sure. they're, they, they're, they're, they're now in a truck. They, they drive for a little while, and then the truck just runs out of gas, because, of course, it does. Uh, three kilometers from Obama Bridge. Obama Bridge! And, uh... We're not making that up. No, the bridge that's is literally that's Obama that's Bridge. That's we were not sure until they said it five more times. Well, yeah. until we saw a sign. <laughs> yeah, sign yeah. too. Yeah. So, uh, at this point, they're they're back on foot, and then I think this is like what well, it's, it's happened plenty of times. But this is they get immediately separated. I, I was going to say, all right, we we haven't talked about this up until this point. We we alluded to it earlier, but I I want you to go ahead and explain it because I know you're a big fan of this trope. Oh yeah, the zombies and oh well yeah. So it, it's really gonna come to a head right. in this scene but it's happened a lot in this movie to where there is just a surprise zombie mm-hmm. attack out of nowhere it's it's one zombie that will just totally massacre somebody and then the horde is there somehow but this is all in wide open spaces in bright daylight the, these people have no peripheral vision whatsoever it is mm-hmm. like just literally a stealth bus coming out of nowhere and just massacring the person who is just like walking along because what happens is the two remaining dead triggers have gotten completely separated from Dolph and the gang and uh, are just walking along and they've had this banter the entire movie about just like well I saved your life now you owe me and it's like oh I saved you now you owe me blah 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 and they just get to a point where the weird girl is like yeah okay I guess we're even and just in the middle of a road like with no visual impairments around them whatsoever zombie out of nowhere blam and it takes her down and my god that woman didn't have a family <laughs> And she's immediately swarmed by six other zombies, and he's just standing there with a gun like, it'll be okay, what do I do? And she's just like, no, get out of here. She's just being bitten and ripped apart. Yeah, she pulls out a grenade and blows herself up. Yeah. Which they, the the way explosions work in this movie is you throw some dust (laughs) in a direction. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. From off camera, and that's an explosion. They afforded one um incendiary grenade effect and it yeah. was terrible like because oh, yeah. they, ex- they explained that like here's a, a a russian grenade launcher but because of budget only only one per squad and not very many rounds so use it wisely yeah and so of course they've got that and you know we get to see it one time on the on the practice range yeah it happens on the practice range. but then they they do it like during an actual zombie attack <laughs> and it is somebody diving out of the way as someone takes a bucket of dirt and goes <laughs> yeah and throws it at Dolph lundgren as yeah. he dives mm-hmm. through a hole yeah but also i i like that like our our uh, main our main narrator guy Chris is like saying to weird looking girl that like they're walking along now zombies came directly in the middle of them and split them in, and they just ran off in different directions so he's mm-hmm. like we're gonna catch up to him eventually he's like you're walking in the opposite fucking direction yeah. how do you think this works yeah you're not even going <laughs> yeah. the same like, way they were they heading are. towards a building right. all of them yep but uh, <laughs> whatever weird looking girl's dead now he's alone and might just to get back with him but what's happening with dolphin company is like now it's dolphin all the ladies yeah but basically because he's got doctor lady scientist lady and the twins yeah mm-hmm. and he's trying to call into base again to mm-hmm. command but because the general has been shot mm-hmm. nobody he's answer. not getting an answer yep while that's happening the twins pull guns on the two remaining women and say give us the the thing mm-hmm. yep yep the thumb drive whatever yeah, and 
for some reason he had their cell phone because yeah. he just looks down and goes, oh, text that proves I think he took evil. it from uh, Russian Tommy Wiseau and yes. somehow put it together like they ran on They were it texting too. each yeah. other or yeah, something. Like, I don't know. But he just looks like, down. Because there's like some text that says like we've met up with the party. Yeah. You know, we got the package for getting out. And he's like, wait, who met up with this? Oh, the twins. Because yeah. yeah, he busts in his like shoots them in a really bad scene because like they completely have the drop on everybody and he's just like walks in like well they have the drop on him too because he just walks in and says jig is up or whatever he's dumb thing he says and they spin around to shoot him and miss these badass zombie killers who have killed 50,000 zombies fucking miss six foot ten Dolph Lundgren standing in a doorway Mm -hmm. but anyway Mm -hmm. so they're they're dead they were in on it too Um, yeah they were and uh, oh, then they were like walking, and uh, Doctor Lady just like th- they're walking, and they turn around like, "Hey, Doctor Lady, what do you think? Where'd she go? Yeah, gone. she's just gone. Yep. And so it's like fucking stealth zombie again, mm-hmm. you know. But they go looking for her, and then Dolph finds her. Or he leaves a doctor, a scientist lady outside with a gun, and just like watch my six. Yeah. And uh, they go. Fi- <laughs> he goes finds Doctor Lady. She's got her like neck neck cut, and is like. Eh, be careful or something mm-hmm. like that and of course it's Russian timey wise oh because he's been cut free now yeah they fight for half a second they and- fight in this Ikea warehouse <laughs> yeah <laughs> on some pallets yeah for a moment yeah um but yeah Dolph wins Dolph wins I don't, Dolph even, I don't even remember how he, he, oh, in- he incapacitates double wins yeah. yeah true he incapacitates Russian dude and then suddenly there are some zombies there well Russian Russian Tommy wise I was trying to put him in a sleeper hold and oh, right and then he's just like taunting him about his dead family and I guess that gives him like you know Hulk Hogan strength to like <laughs> you know come back and just be like no anytime you see someone choke someone out with this move in a movie it takes four seconds mm-hmm. here it takes a, a it Two minutes go by where he's like, just let it happen. Just sleep. Yeah. Don't think about it. Like, you'll wait, be why, with your wife and kid yeah. forever, even yeah. though you're the one who shot them in the head. And Dolph is like, what? And then punches him a few times, gets him down. And then as they're leaving, Dolph has like a weird understanding with the horde of zombies coming in. Like, y'all can have that Russian guy over mm-hmm. there that I incapacitated. And they're like, cool. Thanks, bro. And they just let, let them pass and go and eat. Russian well, they man. didn't have to go through them. It was just like, I know, it but was still, like it was here. just like, oh, hey, you're here. All right. You can have him. <laughs> yeah, so Dr. Lady's dead now, too. Yeah. Yeah, she also died. Uh, she also wanted to make out with Dolph when she learned that he had been bitten twice by zombies. She was like, she did give him the smooch. Yeah. It was like, time to make out. Well, he was you. once bitten. She was twice shy. <laughs> but that's, no, he was bitten twice. Oh, okay. Twice bitten, once shy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they get to Obama Bridge. Yep. And mm-hmm. the thanks mi- for some reason the military is there waiting for them even though they shouldn't be yeah who so knows the geography in this part makes no sense because they come up on a a, a ridge of some sort mm-hmm. and Obama there's a ridge <laughs> there's just a there's just a valley of zombies yeah and Dolph does this whole thing because apparently he's from Terminal City he was a cop here or he some was. shit yep and he's just like that's the gauntlet and they're like why is it called the gauntlet and he's like. <sighs> This fucking gauntlet means a really hard thing you're about to go do. Like, <laughs> the fuck's wrong with you, goddamn millennials? But <laughs> he, just, did, he, he I, does like have a moment of like explaining well, that it's like this is where all the this is like where everyone tried to evacuate from, and they you know of course it became a bloodbath. So there's a shitload of zombies, and they all just hung out here. He's been asked stupid questions before right. because when he and the kid went out to start the truck, the second they start attempting to fix the truck, he's like. 
hey, I want to ask you a question, Dolph. What was it like being in cop in Terminal City? It's like, you fuckers don't have time for this conversation. Mm-hmm. And Dolph is basically like, I don't have time for this. And But he's like, he's fed up with stupid questions. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, gauntlet. <laughs> Look yeah. at it, dumbass. So if we can make it through the zombies, we'll be over Obama Bridge and we'll be free. Yep. And they're like, has anyone what? ever made it? And he's like, no, there's no. Anyway, let's go. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so... This is uh, uh, all right. Oh, so wow. there, there, there is some army on the other side of this bridge, there and is some and army and, there. and and he's got binoculars. And he's like, wait. Uh, also, by the way, evil lady has also been like, again, for whatever reason, is like, fuck this shit. Just nuke the city from orbit. Only way, only way to be sure, <laughs> right? And so they, she's called an airstrike, and the whatever guy's like, are you sure? Are you signing off? And she's like, yes, I'm signing off on it. Do it now. Yeah, because at first that guy was like, but the people are yeah, there. There's man. still survivors <laughs> in this city. She's like, I don't care. Now, this guy who's like a recon guy is on the other side of the bridge. He's like, we got live ones here. Cancel the airstrike. And they're like, really? You confirm live ones? He's like, yes, they're here. They're about to go through the gauntlet. And instead of being like, well, they're already fucking dead because no one's ever made it through that shit. Yeah. He's like, all right, airstrike canceled. All right. So so that threat is immediately over. It means fucking no, fuck all. No, it's it, very it, important. I know. It's about to be important. <laughs> Hold on. I, I'm going to get there. So mm-hmm. they are just running through. A, a wide open swath of zombies like like they're like Moses to zombies and they're just they're just letting them through mm-hmm. because it's it, like it's very clear that they just have this clear path and then all of a sudden like midway through they stop and start shooting at the zombies yeah. and of course the zombies are getting closer and closer and closing the gap mm-hmm. and then the stupidest fucking thing in the world happens the airstrike planes which by the way i think we're a10s and not capable of doing an airstrike but whatever it doesn't oh, yeah. matter um, a10s can do a lot of things well i mean they're, 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 <laughs> a10s can do things they're now. gunships they don't really drop bombs <laughs> or yes they do well, i mean oh god they're tank killers they drop lots of bombs i just think i don't think it's the kind of thing you call into like for a traditional airstrike close air support fine whatever these planes fly over and all the zombies go Huh? <laughs> and look at the fucking look at the fucking planes flying over. They get mesmerized by. And the then planes. they just walk through the remaining like 20, 30 yards of zombies. They're like, "Well, let's go." Yeah, at call because the zombies are like airplane, mm-hmm. yay, and that works. Yep. And then the guy, the guy at the other end is like, "Holy shit! I ain't <laughs> never. He's not that cool. <laughs> I ain't never seen anybody go through the gauntlet. God damn! Oh, shake your hand. <laughs> yeah." <laughs> You're on this. You cross state lines, bandit. You're free. <laughs> right, you know, yes. like, it's the end of tank. It's because <laughs> literally, like it. at this point, it's like they just have a conversation. Like, yeah, whatever. Let's just don't worry about the big horde of zombies. They just they won't cross Obama Bridge. Yeah, bucket, bucket, bunch of fucking racists. They won't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Not my bridge. Yeah, nah. <laughs> but yeah, and then they're just like, well. She's who's really important. Take doctor scientist lady with you. And I'm going to go back because I told those people in the church I'd come back for them. And they're like, you're so brave. Yes. I didn't even mention that. Like, what's his dick comes back <laughs> out of nowhere. It's just like, yeah, weird looking girl died. Chris. Oh, Chris. Yeah. 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 He came back. Yeah. He's just like right before the, the thing. He just showed up and was like, ah, oh, well, she's dead. Yeah. I made it. What happened, to doctor? what happened to doctor lady? Like, she's dead, too. All right. Well, anyway, let's go through the gauntlet. Yep. That's the fucking end of this movie. I mean, there's there's a well. So okay, Dolph, there's, a, there's an aftermath. Dolph goes it. back to the church mm-hmm. and is just slow motion killing the remaining zombies right. in the church, and then it freezes, mm-hmm. and then it cuts to well, Chris. No, 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 no. It doesn't even cut. It it free, it hard freezes, but you, it's it's clear from the way the picture is like because this movie looks bad anyway. But it looks even weirder because what they were literally doing was filming a TV playing the scene because the it, it, yeah. it, it hard freezes like a DVD pause yeah. and then starts to pull back and it's a television with an Xbox 360 sitting next to it mm-hmm. pulled back to watching uh, 
Chris, whatever his fucking yep. name is, Chris VR goggles on. Yep. Playing this game yep. in a weird split screen multi chat Skype session with all of the other people that are now dead. Here's my favorite. Here's my favorite dinner. fucking part of the movie. All of those people died hours ago. Mm-hmm. The fuck were they doing? Spectating. <laughs> yeah. You gotta wait for the next round. It's rude to leave the match and not watch the the way it plays out. Some of them died two seconds into the game. (laughs) And they're still there like, yeah, boy, that was great. And so he's like, yeah, guys, smell you later. Goes to have dinner with his family. Mom's making coleslaw and lasagna. Yeah. And then (laughs) there's narration where he's like, little do we know that two weeks later, the the exact thing would happen (laughs) that was happening in the game. And, and we were recruited to stop uh, it because we were the best of the best. Because we gave the actual dead triggers. We were the gamer, f- uh, best gamers ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We became the dot, 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 dead triggers. Uh, it's like, the fuck? Yeah. And then one more shot of CEO lady, like, meeting with the people from the beginning of the movie all yeah. over again. And it's like, what kind of recursive fucking <laughs> Mobius strip is this goddamn movie? This is fucking stupid. Yeah, yep. Like, did this corporation the first time we've said Mobius strip on the podcast? <laughs> the corporation make the game, put their own people in it, and their own scenario that was waiting to happen, and then it just so happened to happen. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I rarely say fuck you to a movie when we finish watching it. Man, fuck you. I- <laughs> Well, there's so many little fuck you things in this movie, like her phone that's supposed to be like some clear digital phone yeah. is basically just a case yeah. with the phone not in it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Just little shit like that. That's like, come on. I love that when Dolph is introduced at the beginning, he's doing this like reverse Russian roulette thing with his gun means nothing. He has some skill to where he can put a bullet in a gun, spin it and always be right that it's not loaded. Mm hmm never means a fucking thing i mean to be fair that is the easier way to do it I mean, sure like, you have a, the, the odds are very much in your favor i know but but like colonel rockstar was like man how do you do that and he's just like i don't know and, you know and then it's it's luck. All luck. It's yeah all and then luck. he takes his guns like screw you and shoots it at a wall and he's just like oh shit i love that he actually shoots the the poster of the bulletproof yes vest yes <laughs> with, with the guns the bullet into the poster stupid. it's real dumb god it's anyway this movie's over oh Let's god please stop talking about it so terrible Dol- Dolph. it does star Dolph. Dolph lundgren i'm just working on yeah. my Dolph. Lundgren. I, I, have, I haven't gone first in a while but i'll go now okay yeah, go for it um this is bad but it's like i draw a line because it's it's an abysmal movie but Unlike things that like I, I leave for like the five bags world, like th- there has to be something that completely offends me about its existence. And this movie's just bad. There's like it's it's just nothing. Like it's I can't be that offended because it's just a fucking nothing movie. So as bad as it is, because it is terrible, I'm giving it three bags because I don't give a shit about this movie. I won't think about this movie ever again. Like aside from the drop kicking the zombie head for half a second, <laughs> that's the only thing. And that, even that'll like leave my consciousness in twenty minutes. And yeah, like I said, it it would be lower because it's fucking terrible. But it doesn't deserve to be any lower if that makes any sense. Like it's just it's a fucking nothing movie. And mm-hmm. yeah, like I said, I mean, like the four and five bags are like things that just uh, offend my sensibility. And this is just like fuck you. Just like don't <laughs> why? Why did you even try this? Like. <laughs> You yeah. just have no business making this. I mean, this is Z-grade bullshit. Like, the, uh, some, somewhere along the way, we went from, like, 
the the Z grade bullshit of like the two thousands where it was like it was very clear the demarcation between like oh we have a real digital camera or film mm-hmm. and then you know the Sony Handycam look yeah mm-hmm. you know the, like and somewhere along the way it's like these fuckers got real cameras and can make it look relatively like an actual movie it just still sucks and and it would be shot on a video cassette ten years earlier yeah just uh, somehow scored Dolph Lundgren I don't know I don't during his Dolph you know Lund Renaissance even. You I know. don't. I don't think it's hard to score Dolph Lundgren. I, I. He's. We're having a Lundgren renaissance. He was an Aquaman. He was in Creed two. Come on, man. He's back. I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All okay. right. Maybe not. <laughs> anyway, he had red hair in Aquaman. Mm-hmm. He did. He had dyed black hair in this. Oh, that was yeah. awful too. It was. It was, it was all one color. Yeah. It's like shoe polish. Also, I mean, excluding Dolph, everyone in this either looks weird or talks weird. That's the other strange yeah. thing about this movie. Like, I'm not sure where anyone is from, and they probably all came from Chernobyl. Pripyat, <laughs> Ukraine. Uh, anyway. So, anyway. Uh, I was offended. Five packs. Okay. <laughs> I was sitting at four the entire time. I was like, God, this sucks. And then the biggest kick in the dick any movie can do is when it ends, tell you it was all a lie. Like, any, I, I understand movies are fiction. I get that. But, like, if a movie ends and says everything you just saw, the bullshit, dream, VR experience, whatever. Fuck you. And then it goes a step further. It's like, yeah. And then it predicted everything, and then we did it all again anyway. No, you didn't. <laughs> so Chuck is big mad. <laughs> I man, mm, five bags. I don't want to talk another word about this. Okay. I can only go two bags. I mean, wow. It didn't. I I wasn't just totally pissed off, and I don't know. I just enjoyed that guy why sewing all over the movie, and being like unintelligible for for certain phrases, like just because he would put the accents on all the syllables <laughs> that were incorrect, and it, you just like if you weren't following it intensely, like you just you would lose any of his lines. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's just it's so fucking stupid, and there's so much half-assed bullshit but i didn't hate it there was parts i was vaguely entertained and hey somebody drop kicked a zombie head into a zombie so you know there's that but yeah two bags like 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 carlo said i'm gonna forget i ever saw this fucking thing well there are worse ways to spend your wednesday night but probably not too many uh (laughs) (laughs) you could look at any of our other five bags movies uh and those would be worse ways uh, this one is just a little bit better than those. So I'm giving it four bags. I just didn't get any, like... So I think the criteria for, like, a bags movie these days, at least right now, is not entertaining. And then for something to reach five bags, it has to, like, actually offend me as a as a thing that's been put on film. Yes, this is lazy and bad and stupid, but it doesn't really offend me. It's just not entertaining whatsoever. Everything about this movie is lazy. Just there's no like there's no work on the script to make the dialogue any good at all or funny or interesting or snappy. There's no there aren't any like good shots in this movie. All of the interesting stuff they really like shy like the explosion they the the big explosion the big bad getting exploded is off screen and they throw 
a fucking bucket of dirt on Dolph Lundgren as he jumps away from it. Mm-hmm. They don't use red lights or anything. It's just like how well, these the... people obviously know how to film something, mm. something, something. I've watched Dolomite within the last week. <laughs> so these people know how to film something, <laughs> but they're doing everything as lazy as possible. It's like, it's like this movie is everybody else in your group project. They have done nothing <laughs> and they are trying to take credit for something. Um, well, when the gun guy at the in the training thing drops the gun and blows his head off, at least half of us were like, what happened? Right. It's like I thought that, someone from off screen from behind the zombies shot him in the head. It's as confusing. It, maybe it's a tribute to that shot in The Predator where it's like, what happened to him? Yeah. <laughs> I know he got shot, but who shot him? Yeah. Like, yeah. did Dolph just go like, fuck you, you're worthless. Blam. No, I mean, I could I could tell what was what had happened there but i was still you know paying close attention the physics of it point. don't make any sense no. but he it's a thing that would never happen with like a uh, any modern firearm cuz they're they have protections against that but i could i can understand it happening with a shitty firearm or one that's been modified or something but okay one made by this shitty corporate global company yeah potentially potentially yeah. Globo yeah. Dyne Corp yeah. Globo is making Fox unsafe took guns. took out the safety measures in the guns. Yeah. I would think that if they were making unsafe guns, that's how you just keep selling guns. It's like, this gun is defective. <laughs> right. Yeah, well. <laughs> throw that away. <laughs> I'm not going to bother reloading that. Just throw it away. <laughs> yeah. Use it like a TDR gun. Um, but, yeah, everything is just so half-assed in this movie. And sucks all the fun out of the room because there could be fun in this movie like I don't know that we've seen a bunch of miscreants get recruited into some bullshit and then montaged up into killing machines and mm-hmm. I don't know it takes some basic filmmaking skills though yeah it does yeah. it does so yeah four bags um eh mm-hmm. yeah eh. it's not good <laughs> it's yep. kind that's, of bad. That's right. It's not good. Yeah. Do you know how I have a PhD in physics? <laughs> Astronomicals. Oh, you want you want to take a break? I'll take a break. Let's take a break. All right, welcome back. Hey, 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 hey. second half. No more Dolph Lundgren. Oh, <laughs> but you, but you just never mind. That yeah. that's the end of it. That, that was the mind. Dolph Lundgren. Yes, oh, there, it, there it is. All right, yeah. sure. So, other things that we have watched. Oh man, Ooh, boy, um, what's the newest thing? I watched a new thing. That's pretty. It. It's pretty have, new. Have you ever heard of Dolomite? I have. Well, did you know that there is a motion picture starring Eddie Murphy called Dolomite Is My Name that is on Netflix? I knew. Have you watched it? Nope. I'm the only one, I guess. I have watched it. What'd um, you think? Dolomite Is My Name is really fucking good. Um, 
it is really funny. It's got some decent heart to it. And it also is wildly unrealistic. <laughs> like, it is factually correct. Mm, um, sure. According to what I've been able to research, like, it, it, there are obviously some, some liberties taken here and there. Um, most notably in Eddie Murphy's portrayal of Rudy Ray Moore. Um, man, Eddie Murphy has so much personality that he is physically incapable of toning it down to Rudy Ray Moore levels of personality. Um, yeah. It's it's a challenge. It's It's a difficult... It's... It also makes Dolomite, the movie, look like it might actually be good. Like, I... After finishing it, I watched it last night. I finished finished Dolomite is my name, and I'm like, man, have I been given Dolomite like <laughs> short shrift here? Am I wrong about Dolomite? Is it better than I expected, <laughs> or better than I remembered? Rather, um, is it good actually? Like good bad movie one to five jocks says in robot jocks good. Man, I don't know. I feel <laughs> like I I was sitting there for I don't know maybe ten or fifteen minutes thinking to myself i've i fucked up like we fucked up at some point in our characterization of of rudy ray moore so i went and watched dolomite Mm -hmm. and um no we were right yeah i shut it off after about 30 minutes because it was that it's bad Mm -hmm. it's still bad it's i appreciate it a little bit more sort of seeing the story behind it and and learning that it's basically just, you know, learning the story of how it came to be and how, like, eh, Rudy Ray Moore kind of worked his ass off to make it happen um, and made some shady deals. <laughs> so I appreciate its its existence a little bit more, but it's still real bad. It's, it's, it's not good. But I'm really glad that I watched Dolomite is My Name and... Um, Eddie Murphy is fantastic, and Wesley Snipes is fantastic. Um, there are a ton of other uh, character actors that are great in it. Um, uh, Keegan Michael Key mm-hmm. is is in it. Um, I, yeah, I really liked it. Like if you if you like our you know if you like black exploitation movies, if you like Black Exploitation History Month, you uh, owe yourself a watch of Dolomite is my name. And that is all that I have to say about it. If you like old school Eddie Murphy. Mm -hmm. Yes. He's back. (laughs) If you like charming saying cuss words, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. That is the Eddie Murphy. We all decided we liked and that he he denied us that for many years. Mm -hmm. Who was it that pointed out that it's been like almost 20 years since he last made an R rated movie. It was a piece of IMDb trivia. Yeah. It was since since life. Wow. That was his last R rated movie, which is, insane yeah like i get it you want to make some movies for your kids but you're allowed to make other movies yeah you know i i I understand shrek probably paid you a lot of money you probably made a ton of money off of shrek but you could have done this movie 10 years ago Mm -hmm. you could have done other how many failed attempts at a beverly hills cop 4 have there been Mm. like at least two that i know of yeah Uh, Mm -hmm. come on eddie it's weird I got a somewhat quick one. Okay. 
not super recent, but uh, it relates to the discussion you guys had a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Jen yeah. and I sat down and watched the the regular theatrical cut of Watchmen. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh huh. It, it's so much of that is too faithful to the comic in the wrong places because, like, when you're reading a comic the prose doesn't feel nearly as purple as it does when you have someone reading it out loud and you're like, people don't speak like this mm-hmm. ever, especially when they're talking to each other. Like, sure, your oh, your narration to yourself might have all that gravitas and all that bullshit, but when you have characters trying to have dialogue saying that shit, it's like, oh, I get it. You're like taking this word for word from the comic, but it doesn't work when you take it off the page. So it's super faithful in that. And yet it's like, you know what we need here? We need an action scene, you know? And it's like, uh, you guys, uh, <laughs> uh, I know Zack Snyder directed it. So you got to have an action scene, but mm-hmm. yeah. And speed ramping has not aged well. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of it in every action scene there, but yeah, he likes that, but it's still kind of a successful movie. Cause there's some really like, it actually works with the heady ideas that they have. Like, mm-hmm. like it actually sells them well, despite, you know, the, the dialogue just being like, the fuck are you people saying right now <laughs> type stuff. Okay. So it works out. It's, I didn't remember it being as violent as it is, but that shit's violent as fuck. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because like the early scenes aren't quite like that. Like the early scenes are like, Oh, pow, zap. You got, you got beat up. You know, and it's that. And then, like, all of a sudden, there's a thing later where it's like, oh, yeah, I just snapped your fucking arm off. And, yeah, we're going to cut your arm off with a fucking, uh, you know, bone saw or whatever. You know, there's like, Jesus, guys. <laughs> like, I completely forgot that stuff. And then, of course, there are dead dogs. So Jen was very pissed at me that I didn't. You didn't go but to doesthedogdie.com? I hadn't seen that movie since the theater. I wouldn't have known. So I could, I did not remember that scene. Like, I was, I was like, I literally did not remember any of that scene yeah. happening. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hmm. It kind of made me wish I'd watched the director's cut. And then there's like the Black Freighter cut, which has, you know, all the the animated thing that, you know, makes it work much like the, you know, like the comic did. But yeah, that's like two hours and 15 minutes long. And I was like, nah, I want to go to bed at some point in my life. So yeah, we watched the theatrical cut. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But that's all right. But now we're ready to watch the actual Watchmen show on HBO. But that's some lighthearted fun. And see if it makes any sense. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Like, like, But at least now, I think Jen is more prepared for what she's in for. Sure. Because I'm sure tonally, it's fairly similar. No, mm-hmm. not at all. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Worse? The dialogue's better. <laughs> yeah. I would hope so. I mean, it's it's a weird show. I don't know where that show's going. I guess that's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, I guess it, like so many shows now, you're like, ah, yeah, I know where you're going. This I have no fucking idea. Yeah, this is interesting. I saw. I mean, I haven't seen this week's episode, so mm-hmm. I may may start to shed some more light on it, but I don't know. So yeah. I'm just curious. Um, has Doctor Manhattan shown up? He's mentioned and backgrounded, and I, I feel like it's just like there's been a couple things where I think there's they're just showing you some shots from the movie in the background, like yeah. on the TV in the background or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely referenced. Yeah. Definitely, so yeah. is it? Is it going with the comic version of the event that triggers everything, or is it the movie version of the event that triggers everything? My understanding Both. is that this is the 
it's in the movie universe. It is absolutely in the movie it's, universe. It's like in real time from when that movie ended. Yeah. So okay. it's like 25 years after the events yeah. of Watchmen. I mean, there's yeah, but I'm saying like in... All right, spoiler, whatever, spoilers. Like in in the comic, it's, it's like a giant alien invasion thing. It's, it's not it's blamed on Dr. Manhattan. The movie, it's it's squarely blamed on Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. Whereas in the comic, it's way le- it's less that, and it's more like alien invasion. It made everyone join together. Hmm. Both. Yeah. That's the only way I can say it without telling you too much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, right. they, they reference back to the, the events of the comic and also Dr. Manhattan. I mean, it's very clearly in the comic universe because, like, the Night Owl's, like, ship is literally in it. Like, the mm-hmm. that thing yeah. is, like, the cops have it now. Like, yep. you know, or the, or yeah. the, the specs for it or, like, they've built them, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. But, yeah, also, that that, that whole uh, Times Era change in intro is still, like, by far the best part of that movie. Like, like almost it feels like it came from a completely different movie. It's so good mm-hmm. in comparison to what, what everything else. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I don't have a segue for that. Tell us about a movie. I guess before you can have bad men doing things in a movie that have to be watched, you can have good boys because I watched the movie called Good Boys. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, that. <laughs> Woo. All right. You've, we made it. I'm we made exhausted it there. from that yeah. transition. It's all right. <laughs> We're there. So what's up? Um, yeah. The comedy that called Good Boys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's. I feel like there's some weird growing subgenres of movies. Like there we were talking about the the comedies that try to make themselves into a good action movie or something too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also now you have like this other weird subgenre that's like people too young to be as profane as they are and yet we're going to like stick some heart in there. Because, like, I mean, everyone remembers all the, like, quotable things from Superbad, but, like, most people forget that, like, Superbad kind of comes around and it, like, not as good as some other movies have done it, but it kind of comes around and it's like, oh, well, actually, they learned something, you know, when <laughs> it's all said and done. And it's like, they've become better people and this kind of has a, a more happy ending than, like, dick, dick, fart, fart, ha-ha, <laughs> funny times, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm saying, like... <laughs> Welcome to my that, new show, Dick, Dick, yeah. Fart, Fart, Ha-Ha, Funny Coincidentally, times. the title of my <laughs> memoir... <laughs> Yeah. but i'm saying like there there are there are things like this one this one this one does a really good job of i mean it's been a long time since i've been a 12 year old as the kids in this are mm-hmm. but i i still remember that that weird awkward time where you're transitioning from like little kid stuff to like okay i'm starting to understand sex and how all that works but i don't have all the details right i mm. think i understand it but i've, mm-hmm. I've it's hearsay and and shit like that and and this plays on that joke maybe one or two times too many but i also appreciate that it it doesn't just it's not just like kids bragging about like they've done or understand sex things it's like just getting idioms wrong constantly is yeah. really funny to me like kids thinking they've heard something and, and they got this you know so like that's some of its humor but it, it kind of comes around and, and has this interesting uh nostalgia f- factor about like growing apart and you know how when you're really little like most of your friends are circumstantial you know like oh the, uh, i'm friends with them because my our parents are friends mm-hmm. and they we have kids similar age or we live in the same neighborhood on the same street mm-hmm. and it's within travel distance when you're seven you know like it's it's kind of about that and how your world starts expanding when you know when you can start driving or yeah. and you know all that so it's i'm not saying it's 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 worth a watch but it's not as good like book smart 
is good. Like that's a legit fucking good movie. Like that that comes around. And it's like holy shit. The end of that movie is like, damn. Like I I did not see this movie going this direction, but this probably isn't quite that. Uh, I mean, I don't think it gets to that deep of a level of like by the end you're like, wow, I think I learned something or rediscovered something. You know, thought about something I hadn't thought about in a long time in my life. Doesn't have anything like that. Um, but it's it's still worth a watch and has some funny moments. I mean. Yeah, like I said, there's just, I'm trying to remember, like, 8th grade was kind of this. I mean, 8th grade is, like, trying to be more realistic yeah. portrayal of that. It's not like we're going for shock comedy jokes about people too young to be saying dick and fart jokes to, you know, 8th grade is like... You're trying, never too young to be saying dick and fart jokes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. dick, like dick, I said, this is, all, I mean, I almost like, <laughs> part of me wants to call this, like, ultra bad because it's like, it's like, you know, you like super bad? What if they were even younger? <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's it's a it's a strange R-rated comedy genre where it's like, yeah, at the end it, there may actually be some heart, and you'll be like, damn, mm-hmm. <laughs> I this is happening now. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> this is happening now. Um, I can segue off of that. Okay, I wasn't going to talk about this, but it seems like a good fit. Uh, I'll just real quick. I watched Trainwreck. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I don't like Trainwreck. <laughs> I like moments of Trainwreck. Yes, there are some funny bits in Trainwreck, but first of all, it's another... It should be funnier. Mm-hmm. It it should be funnier, and it should be shorter. Oh, absolutely. Fucking yeah. hell, Judd Apatow. You don't need to have two-hour comedies, but it is part... I, w- I was thinking about this also. It is part of that genre of, oh, my God, just semen jokes for an hour and 45 minutes, and then, oh, it's going to be nice at the end. It's something your grandma might like. And it's like, wait, no, I can't sit grandma through this. But you're giving me that ending of, oh, that's nice. And it's like, uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh. This movie doesn't earn that. I don't understand what's happening here. Your grandma likes to just jokes. (laughs) Probably, I don't know. (laughs) Who doesn't? I mean, I don't know. I never asked her. (laughs) So... Um, I, I, my issue with that movie is basically I have, I have firsthand knowledge of people who act like Amy Schumer's character in that film. Can't stand it. Like I have no tolerance for it whatsoever. Get out of my life and sitting there watching it happen on screen. I'm like, man, fuck this. (laughs) I don't want any part of this. Why is anyone tolerating this? Why is anyone coming back around at the end? It was like, oh, it's okay. I forgive you. It's like, whoa, you are a bad person. Amy Schumer. (laughs) Mm hmm. And I mean that as her character, not actually Amy Schumer. I don't know her. Uh, but anyway, now I'll talk about what I was going to talk about. Okay. okay. Uh, I watched uh, 2019's Crawl. Oh, that's the that's alligator the, movie. The gator movie. It is. Gators. The yeah. gator movie. Yeah, it's about alligators. Uh, it doesn't shy away from that. It, it lets you know that's what it's about yeah. real early. Nice. And it's just like they flop an alligator out there at you, and you're like, oh, all right. That's what this is. Okay. And... Then they just give you some more alligators. And it's like, oh, there are multiple alligators. Okay, fine. It So it's filmed in like Slovenia or some weird former Eastern Bloc country, but it's supposed to take place in Florida. So it's real weird and gets a bunch of details wrong about fucking everything. But something about that is charming. It's strange. I can't quite explain it. It gets Florida so wrong. Just so wrong. It just... Like, they read a newspaper report about how hurricanes work, and they were just like, all right, we'll pile that all. That's what happens mm-hmm. in Florida, obviously. The levees break, and everyone gets trapped in their basements and dies, and it's like... Yeah, basements in Florida, they're big. 
Did they at least get Leonard Skinner Memorial High School correct? <laughs> <laughs> no, there was no high schools that we saw. Oh, I know. Um, yeah, and uh, Barry Pepper is acting the shit out of his role in that movie to an extent that he doesn't need to be doing that, but I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Like, good on you, Barry Pepper. Like, I, there was a time I could not stand you. Like, Battlefield Earth era, fuck off. I'm sorry, but I'm still there. <laughs> he's he's solid. In he has come around okay. in his later years of being, like, really solid. I will never forgive. I mean, it's not his fault. <laughs> well, <laughs> I will never forgive Barry Pepper for being part of, like, literally the most ridiculous sequence I've ever seen in a movie ever, mm-hmm. which is, um, oh, God damn it. What's Mel Gibson's, like, war movie? Where he's oh, a, we were soldiers. Yes, mm-hmm. that fucking photo montage in oh. that movie is the lamest <laughs> goddamn thing I've ever seen in a movie. I think ever. I, I I will go ahead and say like I actually started guffawing in the theater when that. See, I could not help it. I wasn't even trying to be an asshole. I just that started happening and I, and you know just like those dramatic like zoom in click and mm-hmm. I was just like this is the dumbest goddamn thing I've ever seen. <laughs> anyway, sorry. No. I was done. Yeah. Berry Pepper. Pepper is, is better now. Okay. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Well, uh, I watched another new movie, but it's kind of part of a theme of other movies that I watched. I, we didn't we didn't do a podcast last week, so we didn't talk about what kind of spooky movies we may have watched spooky over movies. Halloween. Oh, spooky movies. movies. <laughs> I watched a, a, a spooky movie that I had not seen, and then I watched some good old standbys. Okay. Um, which I can briefly just say go whatever. for it mm-hmm. uh do you want to hear about the new one first or just hear the standbys that i always watch whatever order makes you happy okay all right well as per my traditions i i watched a uh, rocky horror picture show because mm-hmm. i always do halloween okay. and uh e- evil dead 2 on halloween proper. hey i watched evil dead 2 on halloween hey yeah. congratulations you two yeah i watched it on my phone <laughs> i watched it on television while trick-or-treaters yeah. were coming by Oh, we don't yeah. get trick or treaters in my neighborhood. So because I, I realized I didn't own it, di- I only only owned it on iTunes. Oh, and I don't have an Apple TV, so I can't. Mm. I, so I bought it on Vudu promptly after that. But yeah, the, I'll have to wait a few days. The, to... the one that's on iTunes is in 4K, and it, it it weirds me out that Evil Dead One and Two are in 4K. Yeah, like that's really strange to me. I know, but it looks really damn good. Yeah. So yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um. All right, new thing. Yeah. Uh. So I watched the Pet Cemetery remake. Oh, yeah. oh, it's not a good movie. Oh, I'm gonna go ahead and say that just on the outset, and then I'll try to explain why. Do you like the original Pet Cemetery? I did. I had not seen it in a long, 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 long time. Uh, I would first, yeah, fine. I'll give you backstory. Evil or Pet Cemetery, the first one. I mean, that came out. I was think it was that was '89, correct? So I was 12, I think, when that came out. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to say that's one of the first things that. First movies, I saw the movie first and then read the Stephen King book. Anyone after that or whatever, I mm-hmm. read books and saw a movie. Mm-hmm. But I think that one was backwards, as okay. I recall. I kind of got semi-tricked into watching Pet Cemetery. Like, whenever someone's house and we're like, we're watching this. And I was like, eh, I don't know. But I, I haven't read the book yet, well, you that, guys. Like, also, <laughs> I, I kind of didn't want to be a big pussy because I like was afraid I was going to be scared. And and I to be honest, I was fucking terrified of that movie because not because of the shit that you're supposed to be, but the, the whole Lady Zelda, in the attic. Yeah, the whole <laughs> Zelda thing. Like yeah. that, that was far freakier than anything else in that whole fucking thing. Absolutely. Yeah. One hundred percent agree so, with you. Yeah. So and oh, and I was mm-hmm. sp- spending the night at someone's house I'd never been to before. So that was awesome. Mm. Yeah. You know, the creaks and moans and noises of someone else's house when after you just watched Pet Cemetery for Cemetery for the first time. Anywho. Yep. So 
I'm I'm not a, I'm not opposed to rewatching the movie. It's just not a thing that's come up in my oh I'm going to watch this movie again kind right. of thing. Um, that being said, this movie is bad for a couple of reasons. A and I don't care if it's a remake. I, I've I've stated my my thoughts on remakes in the past. Mm-hmm. They don't detract from the original. They don't detract from the source material. If it's a remake of a book of a remake of a thing or a comic book, I don't care. Change things, do something different. I don't care. That's not my problem with it. Mm-hmm. This movie changes things again. Don't care, but it changes things and then goes, "Ha! You didn't see that coming because we changed it from how it was in the original one." Oh. And that's fucking stupid. Oh. It subverts your expectations by going, oh, I've seen the original. I'm waiting for, oh, that didn't happen because it's different now. <laughs> and it does that like three or four times throughout the movie. And fuck you. Okay. Like, like that, that's, that, that is the absolute worst way to make a remake is to like literally depend on you having seen the original, which in which case, why the fuck are you making a remake anyway? Because mm-hmm. if I've seen the original, I don't need your new shit. And you know, you're trying to capture a new audience. But then when you're like your twists and turns and are based on predicated on, oh, I know like this is the part where, you know, the scalpel under the bed thing, but ah, not in this one Hmm. faked you out like famous things you remember like. Yeah. So does it take it right up to the edge of that thing? You like you're waiting for thing to happen because that's where it happened in the original. And then like it's just like hot fake cat scare or something stupid, you know, Ah. like turns out that's not how it's going to go at all. Hmm. It's dumb. It's it's bad. Also, I don't understand how a movie. I I don't know. I don't know. I didn't look at like the business stuff or anything about this. But you know, you've got you know is what's his face really that big of an actor? Like now I'm thinking about it. You got John Lithgow. We you know I was gonna say are we you all questioning know, John no, 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 Lithgow? No, I'm not John, questioning John Lithgow. I'm questioning um, fucking what's his nuts. I don't know. Ah, the guy that was in the Terminator shitty Terminator movie. Uh, 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 yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. The the guy who plays the dad in this, I yeah, yeah. He's that. He's one of those that guys. He's right. You know, I I, I can't conf- I I confuse him with like Patrick Wilson and there's like there's like three or four yeah. other generic white dudes. It's, it's not like, Sam Worthington. It's right. the other one. It, 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 yeah, but he's not. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> there's like there's like four or five dudes. It's just like you need generic like now middle aged white guy. Call it here. Here's our list. Mm-hmm. It's a list of five people. Yeah, these are the people you call. Jason Clark. Jason Clark. That's, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I, he, not that he looks like these other people. It's just like he's milk toast. Like he's just like nondescript. Mm-hmm. So he's oh yeah, that guy. He's just kind of phoning in this like performance. That's like, I mean, the, it's because he's Australian. He wasn't used to being right side up. There, there are things that happen in Pet Cemetery that demand acting. Like horrific things happen to and around the person, the main character of this movie, mm-hmm. and he's kind of like. Oh no, single tear. And it's like <laughs> n- n- no, no. <laughs> like like not after what just happened. No. And and I, I don't know. It's just and and that and coupled with John Lithgow, I mean I more power to him if he can't do it. It seems like a weird thing to get cast for. He's not trying to main it up at all. Yeah, I noticed that in the trailer. Like he's just like, "Hello, I'm John Lithgow." And it's like, "No, you need creepy like, uh, yeah, the ground sour." Yeah. You know, like you, you, <laughs> like I'm not saying like you have to redo Fred Gwynn, but I'm saying like give me some main. That's that's that character. Right. That's that's Jed is like, uh, yeah, yeah, kind of bad ground. Can't get there from yeah. Sometimes dead. Sometimes dead. Bad. You know, like these are the things you need in fucking pet cemetery. Right. 
And also, like, the whole thing feels like it's shot in front of a green screen. Like, the whole fucking movie. Mm. Like, and I and I know it's not, because, like, there's an actual house, I'm pretty sure, that they're in. It's just there is a weird tinge to the whole movie, especially every external scene, or, yeah, that just looks like it's in front of a green screen. It's just a weird, broken-looking movie. I've started noticing that a lot, and there, there will just be shots in movies where I'm like, is this... I think it's just the way things are lit. Or it's got some sort of like crazy sharpness. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, where are they? Is this a reshoot and they couldn't get the set? So they just put them in, you know, the Arrested Development studio? Like, what what the hell's happening? I mean, it's not completely and wholly awful. I mean, it's, I'd say it's worth a curiosity watch if if nothing else, just for like, hey, I saw original Pet Cemetery. Let's let's see what they do now. And of course, they doubled down on all the fucking Zelda shit. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's weird because in some respects, they are trying to do the besides the fact that they're like ah, remake, let's flip the script and change things. They're trying to be more faithful to the book in a lot of regards. Mm. Like, I don't know if you, you know, if you've ever read Pet Cemetery. I swear to God, there's a section where there's 20, 30 fucking pages of him walking to the Pet Cemetery for the first time. It's like, then I stepped on a twig and it cracked <laughs> and that twig was scary. But there's some wind and a breeze. And look, there's weird Native American symbols on the trees. And it's just like, Jesus Christ, Stephen King, I don't need you to describe every twig on the way to the fucking Pet Cemetery or the not, you know, the, the burial ground, whatever. Right. But <laughs> well, the ground is sour. Uh-huh. But, you know, like. They, yeah. And to, to the point that like there was a scene where this was happening, I was like, oh, wow, yeah, you're really going for the book because they're just still fucking walking through the woods. Hmm. I Here's the thing, and, and this is this is coming from someone who's read a lot of Stephen King in his life. Stephen King, the good Stephen King movies are the ones that diverge from the source material because I'm going to go ahead and say it. I think I've come to the to come to grips with this. Stephen King's not a good writer. He's a good guy. He's a guy that comes up with good ideas. Well, he's a good book writer. He's a good idea maker. He's not a good writer per se. I, I think the problem, just on that tangent, mm-hmm. I think that the, the, the problem with Stephen King translating to movies is that the books are so heavily dependent on detail mm-hmm. and you can't do that in a hour and a half movie or whatever. That's why things like the stand and but, I mean, I know even like the eight hour version of the stand cut a way bunch of stuff out. Mm-hmm. That's still like, okay, that's giving this universe time to breathe. And this is, this is what you want. I, I just mean every single Stephen King book. If you stop and think about it has some weird, completely superfluous, like sexual act in it. Oh yeah. Like, and it's just like, it is a pen, it potentially yeah. <laughs> it is absolutely the worst yeah. offender of that. Yeah. You know I mean? They just have like a complete total circle jerk in, yes. the, in the sewers. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm saying yes. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of weird shit and then it's like, I, for half a second, I thought, Oh, please don't put the thing for the weird <laughs> sex scene from pet cemetery in the movie. Cause I thought it was about to happen. I was like, no, 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 stop. But yeah, I just, I yeah. mean, the more I think about it, I'm like, I don't think Stephen King's a great writer. I think he's like a great idea man, but mm-hmm. he's like, when it comes down to writing, he's just one of those people that's like, yeah, let's remove some of the creepiness. And I don't mean like, ooh, spooky. I mean like creepiness. Yeah. Like <laughs> like stuff you don't want to yeah, see. Like, like, maybe, like, please don't maybe put, this... put that back in the section of your brain where you're supposed to keep those thoughts and yeah. don't put it down on paper <laughs> kind of creepiness. Yeah, what's wrong yeah. with you? Um, I'm just saying, and then he gets angry when it's like, it's, it's a good movie and it's not faithful, you know, like his take on the shining and all right. this other stuff. It's like, no, that's a good movie. And your TV movie with wings guy is not what we wanted. <laughs> Steven Weber put respect on his name. Sure. 
that movie made my wife so angry. <laughs> we started watching. She was like, this is not The Shining. And I was like, no, this literally is The Shining. She was like, no, mm-hmm. this is not it. Yeah, it's I'd, been replaced. Yeah. I guess I just, when Pet Cemetery was over, I was angry. And then the more I thought about it, I'm just like, eh, it's fine. Yeah. I I wanted to make a joke that you were talking about people that made, um, see, I'm already starting to forget the name, Dead Trigger, like half-assing mm-hmm. the movie. Well, somehow this Pet Cemetery remake took two people to direct it. Which I figure means they each put a quarter ass into it. Oh, yeah, one cheek. Yeah. Mm. So all, all in all, they half-assed it. Oh, I get it. Never half-ass two things. Yeah. Whole ass one thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ron ass. Swanson. Ass. Michael Scott. <laughs> um, I've got some real rapid-fire things. Okay. All Just right. a couple of sentences for each movie. Uh, I finally, I had never seen Looney Tunes back in action. Hmm. Oh man. All right. I watched Looney Tunes back in action. You're selling Brendan. You're trying to get back in touch with Brendan Fraser. Is that what it is? Yeah, like, yeah. Like what happened to Brendan Fraser? There was a little bit of that. I was like, oh yeah, he did that. It was like, oh, it's a Joe Dante movie. You know, Steve Martin's in this. I should watch that. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so there should be a lot less Looney Tunes in that, and it would be better. <laughs> I know, I understand, but I just there's a lot of that humor where I'm just like, this. I'm not. I'm too old for this. However, there are Daleks in that movie. There's fucking Daleks in the Looney Tunes movie. Mm-hmm. That movie goes places. It gets fucking nuts. And mm-hmm. Timothy Dalton is a delight in that movie. And Timothy Dalton is in that movie. <laughs> yeah. I like that movie. I'm not going to lie. I like it too. It's entertaining. It's it's just there are there's a lot of it where it's just like this is pointless. But then it has moments where it just goes off the rails. I guess it's, it's just it's like Joe Dante getting to make the movie he wanted Gremlins 2 to be. Well, actually, no. If you read a lot about what this was. A lot of it was. This is like one of the. He won't talk about this movie. Like really? the studio just totally fucked him on this movie. Really? Because I just know he wanted to make a live action cartoon. He did, but he wanted to really make something that was not Space Jam because he mm. thinks Space Jam almost murdered the Looney Tunes franchise. Which he's not wrong. <laughs> and there's even a Space Jam joke in this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think literally Michael Jordan shows up. Um. But yeah, he the, the, he won't talk about this movie. Um, really? Yeah, there's a lot of studio problems with the mm. with the film. So anyway, that movie's totally fine. It has some some good fun bits. The best thing in that movie uh, is uh, Brendan Fraser has an AMC Gremlin, his car, and when he gets in it, Jerry Goldsmith's score plays the music from Gremlins. And for half a second, I was like, "Why are they playing the music from Gremlins here?" And then I was like. Oh wait, the cars are. Go- I get it. Okay, good job. Nice. Mm-hmm. Thank you, movie. This is a good thing. You done good here. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah, that's what it does. And they I'm give like the gremlin rag. I'm like, why is why is this playing? I don't understand. Uh, let's see. I also watched. Uh, oh, uh, Revolver. Guy Ritchie's Jason Statham movie, Revolver. Okay. I feel like. I saw one of those. I don't remember if it was that one. <laughs> there, was, there was this one he yeah, made. Like it kind of happens that way with those around um, that time. Start start telling me about it. Maybe that's the one I've seen. Okay, so Jason Statham gets out of jail, mm-hmm. and he's super pissed at uh, Ray Liotta mm. about something. Okay, I don't think it, maybe that's not the one I saw. Then okay, this movie's fucking weird. It is. It's one of those movies that takes place in its own universe where nothing is normal. And but the movie doesn't draw attention to it. It's just like this universe is strange. There's something really strange going on, and it never kind of clues you in on it until the very end credits, where it reveals what it was doing. And you're like, is it sort of like John Wick before the sequels, where you're like, all right, there's something more going on here. But I like that it's kind of like, 
uh, all right no it's <laughs> okay. it's no. it's a bunch of ideas and a few action scenes and a bunch of really great performances Ray Liotta is out of his mind in this movie and that's exactly what you want and he is so good Jason Statham has long hair in this which looks so odd it's he has long hair and like a handlebar mustache and you just look at him and you're like who is this person I don't it's it but like Mark Strong is in it and he's really good. Does he have hair? He has some hair. He has he has more hair than he does now, but it makes him look older. Mm. You know how like Jeremy Piven when he was young and had barely any hair looked older than he does now? Okay. <laughs> mm. It's that weird thing of like he was losing his hair and he looked old and now that he doesn't have any hair, he looks young. Mm. Um but anyway, that's a that's a that's a mind fuck of a movie. It is totally bizarre. And I didn't. It's one of those movies that doesn't show you the credits till the end. So when I hit play on it, I was just thinking I was going to watch a random ass Jason Statham movie that I hadn't seen, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, Guy Ritchie directed this. Holy shit!" So, and it's a Luke Besson produced thing. Um, Rock and Rollo was the one I watched. Oh, okay. From that era yeah, of like, oh hey, he's still like, once he separated from Madonna, maybe he's like trying to get back to his old ways. Yeah. Um. Then the last movie I'll talk about uh, is uh, 2013's Runner Runner. Which is the Justin Timberlake Ben oh, Affleck man. casino online How gambling movie? How does that movie? one end up being played? I just I have a pile of, of random ass movies that I picked up for like a wow. dollar at Big Lots and oh, stuff, okay. and it's just like I need to see movies I missed with people in it that I like. Okay. Okay. So I watched that movie, and that movie's totally fine, but it's also completely meaningless and kind of stupid. It's that movie treats Justin Timberlake like he's a genius, but his character does the stupidest shit throughout the entire movie. And you're like, wait, you didn't have a plan? Like, you came up with this whole thing and you didn't have a plan? Oh, you're so it's fucking like, it's dumb. Like Pro-Methy pro ge- genius? <laughs> <laughs> like, where it's the dumbest people? <laughs> kind or, of. Or smart people doing the dumbest things humanly possible? Kind of, but, like, it, more insulting if that's possible. But it's also got Ben Affleck just hamming it up as the bad guy and having a good time. And that's, you know... Like, I'm here for that. I like Ben Affleck. I, yeah. I've always, I, I've come around on Ben Affleck. I, I appreciate him. I, of the two, like I wouldn't have thought, like I would have thought Ben Affleck would have crashed and burned, and Matt Damon was going to be the guy who you know lasted forever. So, so you're right. No, because Ben Affleck was fucking Batman. Yeah, but. I think Bad Damon will keep making things for a while. I don't think we're going to be seeing much <laughs> I think of they're ben both Affleck. doing all right. Yeah, they are. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say they're both doing all right. Yeah, but Ben Affleck's constantly been floating around the shit list of Hollywood that Oh, sure. He did, and he just recently relapsed in something, I yeah. don't know, gambling yeah. or whatnot, but he's also just got announced in some other big super duper movie, okay. so I'm sure he's anyway. doing okay. Just yeah. so. That movie's he's directed some good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yes, he's a good director. Yeah. Um but yeah, runner runner. It's it's 90 minutes of, yeah, that was all right. <laughs> 90 minutes of that's all right. Yeah, sure. You like things that are okay and that you can watch. <laughs> I well, do. then, thanks. <laughs> um, I have a question for you. Okay. How's that Godzilla set from Criterion? Large. Yeah? Yeah. Super duper big. How is it, like, like is it worth the amount of money? Well, and I think finding so. the space to put it in. Well, I don't because you're saying it's a coffee table book. Like, how, like, like, is it like two feet tall type thing? Imagine four DVD cases f- laying flat. Okay, it, it's a little bigger than that. DVD or Blu-ray? DVD. Okay. Okay. It, it's a. It's not thick. 
I'm, I'm pretty sure there aren't that many discs. I think the movies are two to a disc. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a. But it's it sure a, seems like there's a lot of love in it. It. I mean, it's about it's about the size of your computer monitor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe a little bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like uh, the artwork for each movie is a custom artist. You know, they 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 did commissions like send yeah. in your artwork and we'll pay you for you know whoever. And so each one has a weird look to it. And there's some there's you know a giant book. Basically, yeah. I mean that's all the case is. It's a giant book that you know has mm-hmm. fold out pages and stuff like that. So, I I have one more thing to add, not to, to detract from discussions about discs and whatnot. Sure. Um, I watched some TV. Yeah. Or Netflix, probably. But I won't. T- I, I I watched season three of Stranger Things. Uh huh. I don't have anything to say about it because I feel like everyone's watched it or doesn't care at this point. <laughs> okay. I just want to say that I have seen it. Okay. Did you enjoy it? Much more so than season two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Was your f- who is your favorite character and why is it Robin? Um, it's kind of a toss up. Like, I I think the the transition of Steve Harrington is I I almost want to say Steve Harrington only because he I hated him so much in the first season and then somehow he became one of the best characters. I'm not saying he's the best, but I'm I'm using that as an answer because of how much. I wanted to punch him in the face in the first season <laughs> to. Oh my God, you're great. Until, yeah, now he's kind of great. Fair enough. Um, sort of like uh, what's his face was in season two. The. God damn it. Um, the muscle card fucking asshole the kid. Dickhead guy. Yeah. 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 I like I'm saying, like, I mean, he was like Steve Harrington season one ramped up to like, you know, cocaine levels. Yeah. Where right. it's just like, what the fuck is your problem, guy? And then you find out what his problem is. You're like, oh, all right. Sort of. I was kind of like, no, nah, still fuck you. <laughs> a little bit. I was like, <laughs> yeah. just a little bit. I was like, yeah, that's not an excuse. I mean, it's. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're also, right. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, and then the other thing, I, I watched all of um, Living With Yourself. The, the, oh, Paul, the Paul Rudd thing. The Paul Rudd thing that I thought was a movie. Then I was like, it's a series. God damn it. But then <laughs> it turns out it's only it's eight episodes and 30 minutes. And it and it plays in a like a long ass movie okay i mean it, it just plays like it, it is a like glow it's like maybe even more so than glow it's like it is a very bingeable show mm-hmm. as far as like one i mean almost every single episode is like cliffhanger of like well all right let's see what happens next until like oh fuck i'm done <laughs> um <laughs> right uh that is a really fascinating show in that i i wasn't expecting it to be as dramatic and interesting as it is mm-hmm. uh the other weird thing is somewhere about episode six of that because you know paul rudd has is playing two different characters two different versions of himself the schlubby version and then the you know the nice hair normal paul rudd that we know and love i uh-huh. guess and somewhere about episode six i started having paul rudd face blindness like it was all of a sudden like paul rudd became indistinguishable from any other human on the face of the planet <laughs> Like I, I I can't explain it, but like his constant switching between the two looks. There were scenes where like he'd be talking for a couple seconds, and I'd be going like, "Oh, that's Paul Rudd." <laughs> like like it was. Oh, he's in this. <laughs> Wait, no, I'm saying it was really fucking bizarre. Because wow. so this was like you were like that's chappying yourself. <laughs> kind of. Like I was having a few moments where like all of a sudden like my brain just went, "Man, Paul Rudd looks weird and different in every scene and." What does Paul Rudd even look like anymore? <laughs> I, I I can't explain it. I'm just hoping that someone else somewhere 
it's it's one of those things I'm throwing out into the into the ether. Well, now I gotta watch this. And, see someone, what and, to and me. someone is going to go like, "Holy shit!" The same weird thing happened to me. Like seeing that many different looks and faces and 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 attitudes of Paul Rudd by the end, it was like maybe it's like you know, if multiplicity had been a, a series, like by the end you'd just be like, "I don't even know what Michael Keaton looks like anymore." <laughs> like, like. I just seriously like like put put him in a lineup. I'd be like I I, I cannot identify the Michael Keaton. Is it number three? Like, this is fascinating. <laughs> Paul Rudd facial blindness. Oh, that's Paul Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> Episode six of this two man show. No, it started out. It was very much like that's Paul Rudd. I'm just saying. Right. Towards the end, it was like I don't even know what he looks like anymore. <laughs> he looks like everybody and nobody. <laughs> Is it when you like look at go. a word that's clearly English, but then you look at it long enough, you go, "That word's yeah. not a real yes, word." Kind <laughs> yes, kind of. Yes. Like I said, I think there's so much Paul Rudd in this that by the end of it, I was just like, "Paul Rudd doesn't even make sense." <laughs> like that's not how you make a Paul Rudd. <laughs> this, I, what? <laughs> I will say that if nothing else, living with yourself might might have produced. The single great. I know it won't be the final punchline. It's it's sort of like the 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 John Oliver like Russell Crowe thing. Like it would have been a fantastic final appearance of that show, but it wasn't going to happen. But mm-hmm. Paul uh, Paul Rudd on Conan O'Brien promoting this show produced what could be the best punchline to the longest joke in history. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, go look that up on YouTube. Okay. I don't want to spoil anything. I'm just saying, like, if it was if he never did it again, I would be okay with that. All right. Because it's All fucking right. brilliant. Okay. If you don't I hope you know the Paul Red Conan O'Brien thing. Yes. I mean yes. I know we all do. I'm saying you out there in T V land, like mm-hmm. please like please research it so and not, don't just jump straight to the latest one. Gotcha. In case you don't know, I'll just because it's been happening for nearly twenty years. Every time he goes on Conan, he says he's going to play a clip of whatever thing he's in, and he plays the um, Mac, kid, and Mac and Me clip of the kid going down the wheelchair in the wheelchair down the hill. Yep. And then, yeah, that's it's just happened for every clip for every movie he's been in since. I, there was one time like he, he was it the no, first no, Ant Man where he wasn't allowed to do no, it. No, no, that was a joke. That he still did it because oh, that's like right, he, okay. he, was, he was like, I, "This is Marvel. I can't, I can't fuck around. They will, they will fire me from the franchise." And he starts for the like a Marvel logo in about two seconds of Ant Man and cuts right to the Mac and Me right, clip. And, right. that, okay. and then later, finally, yeah. eventually played a clip. But okay. Yes. All right. Cool. Anyway. Anyway. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd face blindness. You want some emails? Yes, please. Not quite yet. Uh oh. Oh, shit. All right. I have one thing to add. Man, coming okay. in from the top rope here. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bones off. I've started watching Breaking Bad. <gasps> yeah? I'm still watching Breaking How Bad. How much have you watched? I am almost to the end of the second season. Oh, mm. okay. It is good-ass television. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it will continue to get better. Yeah. <laughs> it's also That's the amazing thing is it gets better. Yeah. Depressing ass television. Sure. Mm. Uh, wait till you get to Better Call Saul. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I know. I'm just saying I'm, ha- I'm having a, like Breaking Bad was like, well, all right, what time is it? Like, I can get one more episode in Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul is like, I know I need to keep watching this, but I don't want to watch another episode right now. It's soul crushing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's why Jen and I abandoned mid of season four because we were both just having shitty, shitty work times. Mm hmm. And you come home and be like, I don't think I can deal yeah. with this right now. Mm-hmm. Nope. I, I finally finished season two, but 
Okay. I'm just saying, like, it took me a lot longer to get through yeah. two seasons of Better Call yeah. Saul than it did Breaking Bad. Yeah, no, it's not a marathon Great. show. I can't figure out who to root for and who to root against. Um, that yes. is my... That sounds like yes. Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. my... Yes is the answer. Uh, okay. Um, and just when you think you know, you're wrong. Yeah, yeah that's that's pretty yeah. much been what's happened. Unless um, you're rooting for Skyler and then you're wrong. <laughs> well, so far... You're wrong. <laughs> let me get these words out. So far... Skyler's the worst. <laughs> I have not been able to find anything redeeming about Skyler. Okay. Because the second <laughs> that she looks to be a sympathetic character... She fucks up. Yep. So, um, but also, like, a lot of people have talked about, like, and this is kind of out of left field, but it was a thing I was thinking about yesterday. A lot of people have talked about, like, Benedict Cumberbatch has an amazing voice and all these other amazing voices in Hollywood. Has nobody, I and I, my brain is blanking on the actor's name. Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston, thank you. You're welcome. Has nobody ever listen to Brian Cranston's voice because he has a rich and dreamy voice. Yeah. He does a lot of commercial voiceovers now. Yeah. And every time like, oh hey, mm-hmm. he's talking about Dodge trucks. <laughs> you can get him in white. Yeah. <laughs> Walter White. Or blue. <laughs> um, but yeah, like amazing voice. Um, that yeah. shouldn't be my biggest takeaway, but it's the thing I'm most surprised by. He did kind of vanish for a few years, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, he's, he was working. He still has all of that, like, really good physicality mm-hmm. from from the Malcolm in the Middle dad, whatever that name was, to mm-hmm. Walter White. He's carried a lot of that. It's not physical comedy. It's just physical acting that happens to be funny in Malcolm in the Middle and, you know, just perfect for the character in, uh, in Breaking Bad. Also, the best-looking... Um, cancer patient in the world, Walter White. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Okay, he just looks like he just looks like he w- went on a diet. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, in, okay, in, not wrong. Sure, where I am right here, he doesn't like from from Brian Cranston to Walter White is not that far. Like, it's it's weird how like it's, I want to say something, but I can't. Yeah, no, but yeah, I. I know what you mean. Yeah, or early on they kind of they're just like, yeah, he shaved his head. Yeah, pretty much. At least where where I am right now. Mm-hmm. It might get worse. It probably <laughs> will cuz everything gets worse. Every time something looks like it might go right, it gets worse. Mhm. Hmm. Yeah. Anywho, email time. Oh, speaking of things getting worse. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> God. Zinged you. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, who got zinged? The listeners? The Every, listener. All of us. Everybody. All of us got zinged. Oh. Max zing. Max zing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> first one up is from Jeff. He says, recommended. My name is... <laughs> <laughs> he, he did not say that, Chuck. <laughs> he did not say that. I can't believe you would do that to Jeff. Or, yeah... It's uh, Hefe, man. Yeah, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, uh, Hefe says, uh, recommended Beyond Skyline. Hi, guys. This is Jeff from Auburn. Watch Beyond Skyline. Don't you laugh at Jeff's name. What the fuck's wrong with you? You just made a point to say, this is Jeff. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Anyway. Hi, guys. This is Jeff from Auburn. Uh-huh. 
Oh. Watched Beyond Skyline and was pleasantly surprised. Skyline, I thought, was a terrible bore with wretchedly unpleasant characters that is almost redeemed by an awesome last 15 minutes when the actual plot finally kicks in and we see the alien invasion. But Frank Grillo is on hand this time, and the writer-director knows what to do with him, namely, kick alien ass. He's excellent as usual. He's a cop trying to protect his delinquent 30-year-old teenage son when the alien invasion happens. Time to run and shoot! The aliens like to rip people's brains out of their skulls and use them to power more alien exosuits? Powered armor? Who cares? They're ugly and mean, and Grillo's got a Grillo. Here's the best part. Halfway through the movie, Eco UIs and Yayan Ruhian show up. Yep, those guys from the Raid franchise, and the night comes for us. And of course, if you put those guys in a sci-fi action movie and set them against CGI aliens, you're not going to just kill them off without even a little fighting, because who would be stupid enough to do that, am I right? Oh yeah, you get more alien ass kicking. The movie ain't great, it's got way too much plot, the CGI is pretty bad, the music is a snooze, but there are good low-budget practical effects here, and Grillo, Uwise, and Ruhian get to do their thing. 107 minutes, so it might be better for extra, but I think you guys would enjoy it. Sorry for the long email. I was going to say hi to Garfield, but I had a feeling I'd blather on too long. Hope you guys are okay. Crash and burn. I'm out. Except for my iPhone from inside an alien mothership after having my brain ripped out and implanted in an alien exosuit. I hate it when that happens. Does Frank Grillo just show up to like in, in sequels to like write franchises? Because I mean, yeah, he showed up in a purge one. Too, yeah, right? the second purge. Like where yeah, I was like, wait, this is, this is good. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you fixed it. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. The first purge was kind of not great. I I have never seen Skyline, so yeah, I did. It's uh, or if I did, I it's a movie blanked on what the is hell that, that by is. the Alien vs Predator Requiem guys? Isn't that the one they kind of like homemade almost? Yeah, sure. Because I want to say that came out like during the writer's strike, and yeah, like oh. it was one of those cases where like, hey, everybody's free to do some CG and shit, so <laughs> let's just slap together something. Yeah, I I think that's what I I mean. It, I can't remember the full. It's story one of those things because I you know I tend to watch nearly any. You know, high concept sci-fi thing. I can put my, you know, I'm not gonna say like I watch every sci-fi movie because there's a fucking shitload of shitty oh, ones. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially if you're on Netflix. <laughs> you know, like I, so far, I'm, I'm mostly enjoying their weird, like, you know, I haven't seen any where it's just like, oh, this is this is downright bad, bad, right? Like, but they do make a lot of them. Oh yeah, like this is very slightly sci-fi for some reason. Well, like yeah, I mean, well, Living with Yourself has a sci-fi tinge to it, you know. Like, mm-hmm. But I. I, I I think I was confusing like uh, that Netflix movie called Spectral with Skyline. Oh, okay. Which mm. I liked Spectral, but yeah, I don't remember shit about Skyline. No, I saw it, but yeah. One of those. Yeah. But just know it has Eric Balfour in it. Oh, mm. man, he's good. Milo. So. <laughs> oh, him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Milo. <laughs> God, Milo, what a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> stupid, you're not, you're stupid not, fucking you're character. You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't I sacrifice myself for the girl I love so that she'll go out with my dead corpse? <laughs> Smart. Good idea. Good call, Milo. Mm-hmm. Uh, She's the hot Griswold, so it's okay. Yeah, she she was fucking hot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's not go too deep down that rabbit hole. Audrey Griswold. Uh, <laughs> Which bad, one? <laughs> bad movie, hot Audrey. Uh, anyway. The fourth one. <laughs> uh, next one is from Elias. He says, uh, Dark Fate. Hey, Bamcast. I just saw a shitty take on the new Terminator Dark Fate movie. It boils down to this. Nobody wanted a Terminator movie with a female-led cast, but execs did it anyway. Try to save the series with diversity. That's why people hate it. (laughs) 
Dark Fate is the sixth installment in a time-traveling murderbot sci-fi action <laughs> franchise. It won't bomb just because some idiots can't wrap their, ra- their brains around women that aren't treated exclusively like sex objects. Also, anyone who espouses the notion that diversifying a cast is SJW nonsense run amok can eat a bowl of fuck. Thoughts? Keep up the good work. Crash and burn Eli G, formerly of Virginia, set for my Tyco 1275 hotkeys. Well, okay. A, yes, bad take. Yeah. Because, you know, grow up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People can do things that look yeah. different than you or are different than you or not really that different than you. Yeah. Um, but it's even B, a worse take because... The fucking Terminator series is led by Linda Hamilton. Like, yeah. like that's it's already a fucking female led thing. She's the, the, like, the, the she's, second one was literally fucking she's in Michael all the two good get ones. out of here. She's yeah. in the two good ones. Yeah. yeah. And she just bulked up and became a badass in that movie. Yeah. So, yeah, that take is terrible. But. Now, <laughs> the first part of the take isn't terrible in that no one wants a sixth Terminator movie, because as we found out, no one wanted a sixth Terminator. Oh, wait, movie. it's out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <happened>? Yeah. <laughs> Came out last weekend and did not make a lot of money. So, yeah. I mean, I could have told you that. Just, like, mm-hmm. let that go. You guys have tried it so many times, and I appreciate yeah. various aspects of all of them except Salvation. Yeah. But and Salvation is the worst one, and I don't think it has a female character in it. I don't think it does either. I, I literally think there are no women with speaking roles in that movie. I can't. But I, then again, I can't remember anything from that movie because I just remember bringing brown and yellow. The and the two pe- lead characters the are not in it for, like, 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. What's that? I said the guy from Pet Cemetery was in it. Sam Worthington. <laughs> no. <Yes. laughs> Jason he... Clark's in Genesis. Oh, he's in Genesis? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I can't. He, that's the things. one where they're just like, hey, you know how time travel has rules? Nah. Well, not I'm, anymore. Okay, wait. Hold on. <laughs> Terminator Salvation has uh, Helena Bonham Carter and Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> they're in it? <laughs> yes. When? I don't know. In Salvation. When? Yeah. In Terminator Salvation, yes. they're in that movie. Bryce Dallas Howard plays Kate Connor. Oh my god, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> she shows up at the very end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I yeah, I don't know. I don't remember anything about that movie. Really? I just it's bad. Yeah. It's just dull. It's like this is not what I want. But it's a McG movie, so of course it's not what anyone yeah. wants. <laughs> but I mean, like it, it just it's it's the whole like backlash against Captain Marvel thing too. You know, like this whole like if if a woman's doing stuff, like we don't want nobody wants that. And it's like women do. Yeah. <laughs> and dudes who are OK with that want it also. So yeah. especially if it's good. And that's like, like a good character is a good character. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I, that, that's that's the thing that bothers me where it's just like, oh, they just did that to SJW it up. And it's like, nah, <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's worse when it's created as a token character. That's like, oh, OK, that's why, you know, like, oh, it's the token gay black friend, you know, like, OK, yeah, those tropes suck. <laughs> Guess what? Black gay people don't like those characters either. People just want good, well-written characters. That's all anyone cares about. Yeah. And I don't know how Dark Fate handles uh, handles Linda Hamilton's character, but she was a damn well-written character in both movies that she was in. So I will... I probably won't see that one in the theater, (laughs) but I'll get to it soon enough. Yes. But yeah, I, I'm more interested in seeing that than I w- have been in the last three of them. Yeah. And I like Genesis a lot. Like, I remember we came out of that theater and you guys were like, that was okay. And I was like, fuck you guys. That was great. I, I think yeah. Genesis is dumb fun. I, I, I and, didn't and dislike good, it. I just like, yeah, yeah that was much better. And I, and I think if three hadn't fucked around with comedy so much, 
that one would rank higher in a lot of people's books because those action scenes are fucking awesome in that movie. And yep. the ending is like, damn, you went for that yep. fucking A. I, I love that I have fallen for that ending twice. Like, I saw it for the first time. I was like, wow, that is a powerful ending. And then, like, 10 years went by or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to watch this piece of shit again. And, like, oh, right, that's how this ends. Fuck. Oh, man, I have no idea. I don't remember how it ends, so I can do the you same thing. You should do it, too. I yeah. can play the home game. <laughs> you should watch three. Yeah. Okay. Three is like people just remember Arnold putting on the goofy glasses in the strip club or whatever. And mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck this whole thing. Yeah. Or, you know, the the Terminatrix inflating her boobs. You know, it's like there's some missteps in that movie. For yes, sure. there are. But like calling it the Terminatrix. Yeah, they don't actually say they that. don't do that. that uh, that's just, just like a marketing thing. Yeah. Oh, OK. But man, that truck chase. Yeah. is so fucking good. Yep unbelievably good like especially for that era when like movies weren't really giving a shit mm-hmm. like like this is like bad boys two, two style like shit's getting fucked up yeah <laughs> that, that one wasn't actually directed by james cameron was no it's it no. mostow oh okay. yep. yeah no cameron fucked off after two and mm-hmm. went underwater went hasn't been hasn't been up since yeah haven't seen yeah it. yeah <laughs> but yeah I, that i would like to see dark fate all we I'm, want is a good terminator movie that's all people want yeah but also and they haven't been able to give it to us like god like i i just think about it i love alien movies i love predator movies terminator movies and they fucked them all up and really the first two of each are the only really like home mm-hmm. run ones I, even predator 2 I like i love predator 2 but i know plenty of people have issues with it but predator 1 like that's practically unassailable like that movie's yes. fucking awesome you are right yeah Yep, but then like they just can't fucking get them right. They just keep making shit movies somehow, and well, I don't get it. And I, mean, I, I think I've, I've argued for Alien Three plenty of times, but you know, yeah. I, I understand I, it's probably I don't mind Alien Three, but yeah, it's just it's not what I want. I, I think the and this is not strictly my opinion. This has been like the discourse that's been out there for the last week or two about the Terminator movies is that they've all been chasing Terminator Two when. You should be chasing the first one because the first one is a horror movie. Yep. And it is the only thing is that the the Jason character is a robot. That's mm-hmm. that's the only difference. Yeah. I mean, that's what that movie is. And no movie since has tried to do that. They've all tried to be the Cameron Terminator 2 big, huge action and ridiculous special effects sci fi stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, you forgot the soul of that movie, which is like this fucking thing is terrifying. Yeah. You know. You don't need jokes necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. But which is why a predator movie should be fucking easy. You'd think. You would think. God, yeah. you yeah. would fucking think. Yeah. Wouldn't you? I mean the reason all right, here's here's the things. Like here's the basic things you understand. The Terminator is fucking terrifying because he will not stop. Mm-hmm. You know, it, like one arm will still try to yeah, kill you if you can. And it will never rest. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's it never the rest. Point. It's it's like it's like the it follows thing where it's like, oh Jesus Christ, this thing is always going to be after me. Mm-hmm. You know, and Predator works like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Again, I, I, I'm I'm going to bat for Predator Two, even though years ago I probably wouldn't have. It it works in a weird sort of way, but one Predator chasing a group of trained people is should be your model, mm-hmm. and don't put it in like brightly lit areas. Don't go in fucking spacecrafts. Don't go in like you know what I mean. Like that every other Predator thing is like done that where it's like. Well, well, now what if it's on like a place like Mars? I know, you know, Predators isn't Mars, but it's like yeah. just this dusty ass planet. It's like, well, that's not interesting. Where the fuck is it supposed to climb and hide? And you set up traps and all the things that makes Predator work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like 
it, it just needs to be a most dangerous game with a really badass hunter hunting everything. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how Predator works. And yeah, I, I think the idea of Predator, t- Predator, shit, Predator Two works is because it's like that marketing campaign of just like, well, now it's in the city. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh shit, now it's in the yeah. city. Fuck, you know, and it's well, like, and it has a great cast. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Um, I still kind of wish it had been Patrick Swayze. I know. Um, not that I don't like Danny Glover, but like the thing about Danny Glover is that you knew him from Lethal Weapon, where his character was portrayed as being really old. Mm-hmm. And that kind of translated to your mind of like, oh, Danny Glover is old. I'm too old to fight this predator. Why is he the star of this action movie? Why is this old man the mm-hmm. star? That, and he wasn't that old. No, he was playing older in the Lethal Weapon movies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I you know, he, Predator had two good ideas and it executed on one of them mm-hmm. perfectly, which was the first one. Yeah. The second one is a great idea that I don't think works. And then after that, it's just like, I don't know. What do we do? Let's just do that again. Mm-hmm. So I need to watch Predators again. Yeah. And, and the Alien franchise is even the most lost of all of them. At least the other ones could turn around. But it's like Aliens is like the Terminator franchise. It's just like it's chasing something. But well, what, what I mean, is like, it? I mean, like, but it, you can't it didn't even write itself when the original creator came back to it. That's what I mean. Is that, yeah. Like yeah. Alien is a lost thing. Like forget Alien. Yep. Like it's never going to get better because well, what they need to do is just quit trying to tie it together. Mm-hmm, sure. I mean, anthology the fuck out of it. Mm-hmm. Like I here's your common link. That fucking alien. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And these people are fucked when they get near it. Yep. <laughs> like, like, yes, there are so many stories you could tell with that. There is and, a predator. It is scary. Yeah. I mean, that, that's why I'm okay with Alien 3, because I actually, I like the anthologiness of the first three. Like, a mm-hmm. four can fuck right off, because it's just a fucking, it's a clusterfuck, basically. Whoa, where that thing goes. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, I, I actually, I mean... It's disappointing, but it's also fascinating. The idea of like, I survived this, but whoops, now it's 80 years later. Everyone I know is dead. Like Mm -hmm. I had a daughter. She's old and dead now. You know, it's like, you know, all that, that like, fuck, you know, but the the constant is like, oh shit, the place where there's eggs, it now has a colony. We've got to get back there. So it's like, Mm -hmm. you have this nice transition in alien to three. Yeah. It's a, it's a bummer of a start, but it's like, it's another way. It's just like, it's another way to like have the beginning of the movie be a fuck you you know to ripley i mean yeah it's it's just i feel like that one hurts more because it's like you spend the last 30 minutes of aliens like rooting for this thing to happen and then it's done in 20 seconds at the beginning of Alien three but yeah. it's really no better or worse for her probably than what happens between alien and aliens like that yeah. 80 year gap or whatever you mm-hmm. know right it's just like i said i, I think there's a there's a fascinating anthology aspect to those three everything else can just the more they try to explain the midi chlorians and bullshit it's like fuck off yeah, and Covenant, my God. Yeah. Oh, just mm. I'm surprised how much Covenant made me like Prometheus, and I don't like Prometheus. <laughs> That's how bad Covenant is. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just saying the Alien franchise is fucked because I mean, you know, it's not like John McTiernan is going to come back and make another Predator movie and you fix this shit. You know, he's actually directing is he, something. Is he now. doing something now? Or is so he back? Okay. I, I was like, oh. he's out of jail. Yeah, I was going to say I thought he was in jail. Both <laughs> well, so maybe there's hope, but. For for I, Predator at least, but I mean like Alien is fucked because the original the original creator came back and f- fucked it up even more, you know. So yeah, you got no hope there. Yeah. Well, and they established that timeline to where it's like they're only a couple of years away from the first yeah, Alien they, movie. They, they mm. so you can't like tell a bunch of stories in between there. Yeah, it's God. I wish they. Mm. It's a shame. If Maybe. there was a dream job, it was me being able to fucking make Prometheus, sure, and actually write it and like plan shit out and think about this shit. Mm-hmm. 
God damn it. Well, just think. It just gets me so angry. Disney owns both Alien and Predator now, so maybe they'll... 20th Century Fox did. They just need to reboot both of them, honestly. Just like straight up reboot whatever. Pro tip, write your Predator movie or your Prometheus movie. Just don't call it fucking Prometheus. Yeah. You know what? Just write it. In Aliens... All no the aliens were Disney princesses. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that. It's true. Yeah. Anyway, you know those two. If you take those two failed franchises and maybe put them together, hmm. yeah, make them fight each other. Guess what? They had a comic that made it work. Yeah. And they promptly ignored everything that comic did that just, would have worked. Just put them in an ancient pyramid, like oh way God. underground, <laughs> with only like but, five characters. The thing is, too, as, as soon as I heard who they who they had directing it, I knew it was going to be garbage and it was going to be generic ass fucked, not even like <laughs> remotely part of the original thing thing. And yeah, what did I get? I got aliens and prayers fucking doing wrestling moves on each other. God fucking damn it. Oh, fucking. Oh, I'm just pissed off all over again. This is why I question why people like blade Two so much. You're talking about like doing fucking wrestling yeah. moves. Like I'm like, yeah. What? Don't get me wrong. For the most part, I like Guillermo del Toro, but fuck Blade Two. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. Blade Two shitty. <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah. Always was, always will be. Well, and I just love like they're like, oh, now the predators are gonna fight the aliens. Oh, there's only one predator left because we killed the other two predators within like three seconds of mm-hmm. them showing up. Mm-hmm. Fucking. Oh my god. I still say Requiem is pretty okay. It's pretty good. Requiem's. F- if you have to Requiem's have it, Requiem's not good. Requiem is fun. As a sequel to that shitty first movie, yes. it, like if you had to make a terrible sequel to that first movie, it's better than it is, should be. Requiem is basically a comic book movie in the purest comic book sense, where it's like there's no fucking rules, just do this. Yeah, yeah. They're like, hey, pregnant chicks, fuck them, <laughs> kill those bitches. You know, like, yeah, that, that movie, movie does hates not pregnant women. <laughs> it does not give a shit. No. Oh my god. Yeah, that movie fucking goes for it. Holy yeah. shit. That movie's wrong in so many ways, but still pretty good. Still pretty fun. Yeah. If yeah. you had to make one in that universe, you yeah. could do a lot worse than Requiem. Yep. Anyway, uh, last email. Okay. From Caesar. Hail. Or uh, AKA Cernex. Oh. Oh, hey. Cernex. Cernex. Is that Cernex? Like Cernex. cash and checks. Like C-E-R-N-E-X. Oh, okay. I thought it was Cernex. Like, I dubbed these Cernex. Yeah, I, I don't know. Anyway, he said, it only took six years. Okay. Holy poop, guys. You finally reviewed Project Shadow Chaser. Oh, yeah. Finally. Yeah, we did. I'm not sure if you remember. Actually, I'm sure you don't, but that's okay. But I'm the same Cernex that suggested that film way back in episode 179. Oh, you're that Cernex. It took me a while to find the episode where you read my email because all I remember was that it was a Cuba Gooding Jr. film. It only took six years for you to review it and the series apparently, which is even better. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I guess now I should wait for a Geno Cyber review coming soon in 2025. Ha. Crash and burn. Cernex. I had no idea someone recommended that that far back. We yeah. used to actually have a chart of like, all right, somebody recommended this. I still, I still have a list on my phone. You, you do. We've been, I, like, we've been working through it. God, there's so many. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of them, to be honest, are bad recommendations. <laughs> I know. Like, you just, you do some research yeah, on it, you go, some people, mm-hmm. no thank you. Yeah, there are some people, they enjoy suffering. Yes. In a way that we do not. Totally. And there are certain things, like, I, I don't know, like, like I don't want to say suffering is like, like, but like Rockula. Like, if it hits me in the right mood, I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, Rockula. Mm-hmm. Where there's, I'm sure in the wrong mood, I'd be like, 
Fuck Rockula forever. <laughs> Ooh, let's make Rockula forever. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to make the first three. You got to make Rockula two, Rockula three, and then Rockula, Rockula and Robin. forever. <laughs> <laughs> Rockula Robin. <laughs> One of them must be like Rockula Eternal, with but that can be three with the backwards three mm-hmm. isn't E. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rockula returns. Rockula three turns. Anyway, we we also have some voicemails and other stuff, but we're gonna have to hold for next week. Yeah, Rockula just 3. running late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somehow getting late, man. We talked a lot. Yeah, a long second half. It's fine. It was so we were on track until you guys started talking about aliens and. I, I know it's. it's <laughs> we have I we know, have forty five minutes. We on have thoughts. Aliens. I have strong opinions um, about that. I don't care how. I don't care about voting. I don't care about the future, climate change, none of that. None of that matters. Fucking alien movies and predator movies and Terminator movies. Those are my. When I run for president, I'm gonna Those be like are your tent poles. Yeah, I'm gonna, when I run for president, I'm gonna be like, we're gonna make a good alien movie. We're gonna make a good predator movie, and we're gonna make a good Terminator movie, and you're gonna fucking like it. It's gonna happen, and people will be like, you know what? I'd probably vote for that guy. That guy's all right. And then the movie would suck, and they would all have me impeached. <laughs> yeah, they would have. They would hate you. You would be hanged. If yep. you have strong opinions about <laughs> aliens or Terminators or Predators, um, email us, bmf at bmfcast.com. Give us a call on the Garfield hotline, 9105-JOX-BMF or 9105569263. For all other things, go to the website, bmfcast.com, or go give us money at patreon.com slash bmfcast. You will get bonus content in return for your money, and it is guaranteed to suck less than <laughs> other bonus content that you might get from other Patreon things <laughs> correct i agree with that statement yep all right well let's get out of here shall we let's i'm harlow i'm mackie i'm bj i'm chuck and this is banff cast out 